All right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We're back playing the Wondering Second Edition tonight. Uh, after a week off, uh, we're returning and we're going to we're talking about what they're going to do. And they're talking about hiding in a cave and building boats. I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be strange. Uh, and I was also remarking how like when you don't play for like two weeks and you play so many different games, it's just like I forget how everything works. And so that's sort of where I'm at. I'm like, is this the right button? They might not even hear us right now for all I know. Uh, I might have I might have clicked the wrong button and we could be streaming on a different channel. Ash is giving me the thumbs up, though, so I guess we're OK. Uh, Long, thank you so much for uh, for your for committing your Amazon Prime subscription to us for nearly two years, Ooh. 20 two months that's crazy that's crazy Ooh, that's crazy to think about holy shit and that's how long ago it was since longer i cut our hair so it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> oh is that i don't think it's i don't think it's been that long i think we both had a couple of haircuts at some point here and there i think this is I, i've been about maybe a year i think it's where i've been so something like that um all right, so why don't we uh, why don't we get started to reintroduce characters? I got a little summary, and then we'll we'll just ease our way back into this with a massive combat against a big old nameless thing. So we'll start with Floy. Uh, so Long, tell us about Floy. Yes, Floy's a young adult dwarf. He's a treasure hunter. Uh, he's nearing his shadow point sickness here. He might have to take a scar. Have you had to take one before? Back. Yeah, I did have to take one before. Okay. So that is, I think a couple of you have a few scars you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It looks like I'm one of the healthy ones out of the party right now while everyone's crawling around injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, to use my crafting mastership here. I think <laughs> the disdain there. Like everyone else is crawling around injured. Well, Erebon <laughs> and Gilly are both what, weary and in and wounded, I believe. Correct. Uh, and I yeah, think correct. I think you're okay too, Arineal. But you, you know, you, we broke your stuff. Like I broke. I remember I broke your shield and everything like yep. that. So that you did. Cool. Cool. Just I prepping. almost got eaten if not for Floy. So. Yeah, I was gonna kill you. I was all ready yeah. to kill you. I was like, let's do it. I was ready let's to cry. Sell some hobbits. I was getting ready to laugh gleefully. I mean, great. And then I was gonna be like, nom, 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 nom. I don't know. It was gonna be weird. I was like, Jeff, I just, I just commissioned Art of Gilly. Don't. <laughs> Someone has to be Boromir, you know. Someone's someone's got to like I, I, no one. Someone's got to uh, you know just volunteer. To, they have to have the deaths, so like the one death, to make it so that it feels real to everybody else. You know. Well, we got to go down the shadow path before that, though. That's true. So if anybody wants to do that tonight, so that we can explore <laughs> what a bout of madness looks like, uh, that would be great. I would. Uh, I think that would be that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll see. I think a lot of people are close because you've been you've been accruing. It's been a long time since we had a fe fellowship phase. It's been a very long adventuring phase. Mm -hmm. It's been a very complex adventure. There's been a lot of different moving parts here and there going on. So a lot of uh, ins, a lot of outs. Yeah, but I do think we're 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 nearing. I think we're nearing the end of it. We might finish it. The, this adventuring, we might find. It's up to you guys. If you guys are just like, let's just get out of here. Like screw this place. Let's just go. Um, all right, uh, we got off track. Ashley, who who are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass. Uh, I am our Bree Hobbit. And uh, like we said previously, I am weary and wounded. I almost got eaten by the nameless thing. Um, what else? 
As for my shadow points, I do have two shadow scars that I think we forget about. Um, I have just like kind of like these horribly mangled fingertips um, from when I almost fell into like that troll cave. And what was the other one? I think the other one was just kind of like, like a, it's like a purple scar kind of through like my shoulder. Nice. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm re I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just going back over the rules here again for bouts of madness, just to make sure we do it right. If, and when it happens. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Cause again, it's been a little while. Uh, Cause okay. my shadow points have to be higher than my hope points. Correct. Why do you got it? Don't ask me questions. <laughs> Don't ask me questions. See earlier comment about time off. <laughs> yeah. Since last play. It's, it's partly that, but it's partly like we play a lot of games. I run a lot of games. And so yeah. like, if I'm not constantly in it, like if I take even the tiniest break, my brain will make room for something else. And then it takes a little bit to get back to it. But no. Actually, uh, once so, your shot points equal your max hope score. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the bottom Max hope score matters. is way higher. And it's, it's a violent outburst, a dangerous crisis that frees a player or hero from the burden of shadow, but may have serious long-term consequences. And that's when you, that, that's the, like each of you based upon your calling have like a different, um, have a different path you could potentially go down. So we haven't done any of that kind of stuff. We, cause most of you have been doing the hardened will option whenever your shadow points have gone too, too far, which means you take that permanent shadow scar. And all that yeah. means is that, like, you don't reset to zero. You reset to whatever number of scars you have. Like, you're constantly, yeah. like, you're, you're always on a head start there. Um, okay. So you've got two. Floyd, you have mm-hmm. one? One scar, yeah. Okay. Uh, Melissa, tell us about Arineal and tell us about, tell us about her shadow scars, which is apparently our thing today. <laughs> uh, so Arineal, uh is our... Ranger of the North champion. And I finally found my notes, which I was scrambling last session and I couldn't find them. Um, I am Arineal, daughter of Moriel and Duanor. I could not find those notes last time for anything. Yes. Like, where did I when put you, them? And they're like, who are you? And you're like, yo, I'm Arineal. <laughs> Do you have... I'm with this kid, Mur- Mudan. <laughs> Do you possibly have more to that? Nope. nope. Okay. I don't, don't have anything more to that. So if you're okay, all right. It's just like, hi, I'm Steve. This is uh, this is Ash. This is Mel. This is Long. We're just hanging out. So yeah. Uh, Sundance kid, thank you so much for that uh, that prime sub. Very much appreciate it. Um, see, you done? You done, Melissa? This is all we need to know about Arinio is that you had a mom. Hey, I have parents. I do have parents. Are I they alive? I remember their name. Yes, they are. Where are they? Uh, they are in the north. Um, <laughs> I wrote. I don't talk about. I don't talk much about where they are in a small area. Okay. I also have a younger brother, Birinor. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm just writing this down. You're giving Parents. Jeff more people to kill in the north. That's how these work. <laughs> in these the have north. been in my notes since before our first session. I just yeah, couldn't remember. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember you had parents. I remember you had parents, but I didn't remember the younger brother. Younger yeah. brother. Okay. Younger, what's the brother's name? Biranor. Biranor. <laughs> Biranor. Uh, he's a he's a drunk. <laughs> Biranor. Okay. Do you think he'd toke up with with Gilly? I don't know. If the two of you were to we'll find out, <laughs> and he's younger, and you're pretty young too, so he's like what, like a like a teen yeah. or something? He's yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 
we'll, maybe we'll find them at some point. Maybe like we'll find, find their bodies somewhere. Or like <laughs> P- pieces of them, maybe. I don't know. Who oh, knows? Dear. Who knows? It's it's Lord of the Rings. It's not going to be that violent. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, and then finally, finally, Hellfolk. Hellfolk haven't been that violent. What are you talking about? They're cool. What have they done that's been so bad? Name one thing. Oswald? They just. What did they do with Oswald? They were there and they beat him up. No, they they were just roughing him up. They just wanted some library books. They just wanted (laughs) some library books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was on the verge of being enslaved when I was introduced. I mean, that is another bad thing that they did. You weren't. It wasn't so much as you were enslaved. It's you were going to be gifted for probably violent purposes. So, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. I said on the verge. I didn't say Allegedly. I actually was enslaved. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's no proof. It's just <laughs> it's just Arapon's oh, no. word versus bears. Yeah. Do you trust this guy? He you said she elf? said. Gimli specifically said, never trust an elf. So I don't know why y'all listen to what Arabon has to say. Just saying. Speaking of Arabon, tell us about oh, Ron talks tabletop. Thank you so much for that sub. Y'all are very nice. Uh Arabon. Or Steven, tell us about Erebon. And do you have any Shadow Scars? Uh, Erebon, Child of Eru, Exile of Linden. Uh, I do not have any Shadow Scars. I am a Warden of Eriador. I've been wandering for many, many years. Uh, and uh, Jeff mentioned earlier that we might say, to hell with this place. Let's get out of here. That's exactly Erebon's thoughts. He is done with these islands. He's done with this giant fish that tries to eat us. He is ready to go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I understand that. Like that That's kind of what I'm curious about is like what what the decision making is going to be like. Because like, I, like, I don't have a specific uh, way in which I think this needs to be wrapped up, like this adventuring phase. It's really kind of up to you all and what you think, uh, what you think your characters want to how you want to resolve all these issues. So we'll see. Uh, and speaking of these issues, let me do a quick summary. So last time, uh, again, we are in, you can I have it on the screen. This is from the Runes of the Lost Realm, uh, new supplement that's out, uh, at least on PDF. I don't think the, the uh, I haven't got, haven't got a physical copy yet, but like the PDF's up. Um, and so this is, this is Lake Evendim or, uh, or Le Nuyal, you know, different, different names for it. So this is where we've been for a couple sessions now. Uh, you all uh, have been exploring these isles, islets, uh, and you met a wraith who, like a spirit that was tethered to one of these isles, to the bleak cove to the west, uh, who named himself Ivorion. And you learned that he was a steward for noble, fam- noble Arnor families that had inhabited these islets more than a thousand years ago. And that he also blamed himself for the deaths uh, of all those families. A- at the hands, you learned... Uh, in your conversation with them uh, of, of this this creature this this creature that now once again plagues the islets now that's now like it's been a thousand years in between appearance of this like so a thousand thousand plus years ago when our, these islands you know were inhabited they showed up was doing some stuff and now they're here again now it's here again doing stuff who knows why uh, eventually, Arineal used her lineage as a Dunedain and the helm uh, of Argaleb, uh, who uh, King of Arnor, um, that you that you wore to sort of release 
Ivorian from his duty because he like was got this sort of perverse belief that he was duty bound and he was guilt bound and he didn't want to be alone and like you kind of talked him into letting that go. It was a very tense council and the council didn't. It was close. It it almost failed. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, Ron talks table talk. Thank you much for those bits, Melissa. You're on. You're in charge of that uh, of the the bonus dice, audience dice. Yeah. Uh, so he di- so he dissipated before your eyes. He left just that like rusted old sword. Um, and no longer tethered. He gave you a bunch of other information too. He told you, you know, in a previous episode that uh, Reynald from Escardale had like made a deal, a bargain with the Wraith to take like this cursed object that made the chieftain of Escardale sick, and you know that kind of thing. Uh, Floy, uh, after after Ivorian was was sort of dispersed, uh, you went and started repairing the boat again, and then you started exploring all these other islets that you see. Uh, on the screen, you found the body of a Rudauer Hill person uh, on the Wrecking Cross, which is the southernmost island. And that's where Erebon nearly impaled himself on a rock uh, and died in the water. Very This close. Uh, very that's close. how I got that wound. That is, <laughs> that is hilarious. It was very uh, heroic. It was. <laughs> he took two steps and just most, fell in the water. The most frustrating part is that as an elf, I could have automatically succeeded if I yep. had said so ahead of time. And I just yep. did it like an it idiot. It's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, it would have been hilarious if you just died. From like, oh, man. And that's it. That's the end. You survived the giant monster but died to a rock. Oh, dear. Uh, okay, so at the center island, the Gray Spire, Arineo and Floyd tried to climb up it. Floyd fell down. Arineo made it to the top. He found this natural quartz crystal that seemed to be serving as like a beacon. It also gave you a really good view of all these other islets. Uh, so it kind of was a, like a, a good viewpoint, uh, scouting point for, for this. Uh-oh. Sorry. My... my my uh, earbuds just like freaked out on me. Sorry about that. Um, someone say something to make sure they're still working. Yeah. What up? Hello. Sweet. Okay. So, uh, so then, uh, you all decided to go to the false haven to the East. Uh, that's where you discovered this, the ruins of an old villa in this cellar beneath it that had a bunch of treasures, uh, which made Floyd very happy. Uh, there's also this Ruby pendant that Erebon, uh, caught Erebon's eye likely because it, it had the mark of a Region, like, like the craftsman of a Region that, uh, Regan having been destroyed by, by Sauron long ago. Uh, and then finally, on the last stand to the north, you discover these tunnels. This was basically as, as day was ending. Uh, and within these tunnels were these worn down survivors of a ranger settlement that had, that you've heard about, uh, that had taken up, uh, taken up, tried to at the least, tried to, to form some sort of colony here. And they were led by a very young, probably the same age as your brother, Arineal, a uh, ranger by the name of Cedric Dur, who uh, uh, explained how you know, both his, his uncle and his aunt had kind of gone off and tried to you know, lure the, the monster away to, to help everybody. But it just every time they've tried to elude it, they fail. And even when they go up to the surface to try to find food and resources, like half the time, the the creature shows up so we're going to pick up um do we want to say that you I, I can't remember exactly if we did this at the end of the last session do we want to say that you go and you get mudan and erebon and bring them into the tunnels for the night is that is yeah that believe we did. oh yeah we said that yeah. Okay. we went and got them yeah okay we did. all right perfect so we'll say we will say then that you are now inside the tunnels 
Uh, and you can see that there's, again, not not quite 20 uh, survivors or so. You look around, a couple people kind of peek up. And they're all, you know, and again, these are your people, Reniel. Like, these are the same thing. Like, the, this this could have been, these, the people that you're seeing could have been your brother, could have been your parents. Like, this is the same sort of lineage, this, the kind of these scattered peoples. And every now and then, these ranger groups will try to, like, establish some sort of settlement here and there. Likely your parents have done that at some point, too. Um, and, yeah, you come in, you can see they look extraordinarily worse for wear. They have scant resources. It looks like they have some berries and stuff in these old baskets that they've managed to keep from summer on the surface. You can see the handful of like fish as well that they cook up. Uh, they have water as well that they're kind of boiling and exchanging. And they offer this to you as well. Um, but yeah, Saragdor kind of moves around, greets Erebon and Mudan as they come in, um, introduces you to a few people. And you can tell that he seems in charge, but he's probably, you know, one of the younger people within the group but he just kind of has he's very tall he's got this sort of proud you know pride to him as he moves about so what do you all want to do i think we'll gather around the campfire talk about plans for tomorrow plans to get these people out of here okay um I could be wrong, but I don't think I've been healed. Was I healed? Do you guys remember? So I From think I could the... possibly shave off a day. If we, if, uh, we can probably scroll back up. I did a healing test. Oh, okay. Maybe I was. Yeah, I do um, see a healing test. So I'm not sure if that was you yeah. or... It had to be. Him. It, was, it was the healing test came immediately after Erebon's injury. So you basically, it's it should be down to one day. So you should be fine. Uh, I think I, I think I was at three days then because I, I would have factored that in. Uh, well, I look at it here, like it's it's in the it's in the yeah chat severe log. injury. You will recover okay. from your injury in two that. days. Yeah, so uh-huh. you'll be good. You'll be good tomorrow. And then where so. are you at, Gilly, with your injury? Uh, two days. So as you all are just, you know, checking checking bandages and stuff, Cedric Durr will, will say to Floyd, like, we, uh, my uncle Targon, he tried to distract, so like, I'm just going to summarize, because I think I touched on this before, but tried to distract the creature by leading it away to the, to the island to the west, while the rest of us tried to escape. My, my aunt climbed up the the spire in the center islet to try to give lookout and call where the creature would go. So large it is that the shadow can be seen in the water unless the mist is strong. The creature seems to hide in the mist itself but use it to help cloak its advances. Whenever too many of us are together it seems to just know where we are and although Targon and some of the other brave warriors were able to lead it astray. They were not able to hold it off long enough for us to escape the islets themselves. Our boats have been scattered and dashed and broken on many of the rocks and islets that's around here, and we have not the tools left to be able to craft our own. 
we have talked about once we regain our strength and a few of us heal our wounds making a desperate swim for the shore and scatter in different directions some to the eastern coast some to the west some to the north and whoever makes it makes it we are open however to your aid if you have a better plan dwarf yes I can make us some makeshift for rafts instead of just swimming increase our chances of survival there are there are strong strong trees on the surface above they could perhaps be cut and used we have a few weapons left some axes uh, swords bows we are not without our own defenses the creature is extraordinarily strong while we spend our days making that it is possible that the creature will show up If you like, we can we can aid you. We can send workers with you tomorrow. But normally, whenever we... It's almost as if the creature can sense us in a strange way that sounds foolish, I'm sure. But the shadow, the dark things of the world, I would not presume to understand them. Rhaenyra will uh, kind of pipe up at this point. Uh, you, you mentioned kind of scattering to different shores. Have you, do you have awareness of where we are within the broader lake? We sort of found ourselves here and, and don't really have our bearings beyond this set of five islands. We are relatively centralized, slightly more more near the, the northern coast than the southern. The ruins of Anuminas are not within our vision. On a good day, you can see the shore to the west and to the east. You can see the tree lines to the north. To the south, it's a little further. I would not recommend anyone swim in that direction, for it is too far a distance. Not for, not for, not to suggest that you are not capable, but gives the creature far too much time. And once you reach the shore, we have learned that the creature will come on land as well. It is not purely aquatic, amphibian, in fact. As have but we, unfortunately. It does have its limits, I believe. Also, another question you, you were mentioning that you, the creature seems to seem to, to notice you. We've come across some discussion of, kind of particular items perhaps having a, a, a bit of a, a sense to them. Have you gone out with or without any belongings as you've tried to make some escape attempts we have we have carried our weapons with us that would be suicide to do not but we are a very humble people we carry no riches with us except 
that with which we need to survive. We are not grandiose, no jewelry, very few books, weapons and armor, clothing, tools. That is what we have. We had hoped to have a humble life here, separate from the world without. Uh, Arineal, anybody who's got lore, mm-hmm. go ahead and make a lore test. Did you hear him talk? If you don't want to roll, you don't have to. That's a failure for Arineal. It's a failure for Arabon. Okay. Gilly gets a success. Yeah, Gilly, as you're like hearing the conversation and, you know, maybe you're bandaging up your wound, checking it, and you're, you know, you you like hear little bits of conversation waft and you hear Reniel mentions this and mention that. Something kind of clicks at a certain point for you. And it's that from from what you can tell if 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 Avorian the Wraith is is telling the truth, like the the creature attacked and arrived on these islands when our Norian nobles established a settlement here, like when they lived here in their villas, and then it was wiped out. And then, according to Eskerdale, like there were sort of vague rumors of it, like like a cryptid or something like that, but no actual sightings of this creature until the Dunedain this this ranger group settled here as well. Well, that's the same bloodline, the same lineage. And now, you know, with Seragdor talking about how it just seems to sort of sense that they're here, it might not be so far-fetched to think that that isn't just that isn't just coincidence. That it might very well be like the blood of these people that is drawing this creature in fact. Because it, and even though it sounds hard, harsh to say this, the creature didn't attack Eskerdale until Orineal came to the city, or came to the town, I should oh. say. And she too is of the same bloodline. We really did bring doom. Yeah. I don't lie. Could go in Orineal. I never lie. <laughs> so <laughs> Gilly is just kind of sitting there, and like maybe she's got her pipe out, and she's kind of leaning back and she's smoking as she's kind of like flipping through her notes and um and that's when she'll bring it up and be like well I wonder if it's if it's your blood that it senses because the last time the creature attacked it was when the Dunedain settled here and then when you all settled here that's when the creature awoke again for the second time And then Arinia will put together the creature coming to Eskerdale upon our arrival there as well. <laughs> it was foretold <laughs> that we would bring the doom and it 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 does so appear. This could certainly lead to a, a strategy 
perhaps if we if we now know its interest i wonder if perhaps intentionally spilling some blood in a strategic area could help to mask the departure of a larger group i do think also if we can procure enough materials to maybe make i don't know like kind of like canoes or something so we can so we can separate and scatter on our way to the shore yeah i think floy said rafts try to make rafts yeah floy might you and i know our, our time is short but we do have some some of us have some wounds to to heal might we be able to use some of this wood to uh, set some type of trap, perhaps? Trap how? I've thought of using empty rafts as bait as we escape. I was wondering if perhaps we could try to lure it ashore and I'm trying to think of how you would do this. Something akin to a A hole, covered hole, trap spikes at the bottom. I'm not sure if we have the manpower, the resources, and the time for that. Priority should be the rafts. Get out of here as soon as possible. There is a island though that is inherently dangerous and spiky. If we could get some blood spilt, maybe on like the middle of the that wrecking cross, the cross island. I wanna. I just wanna interject really quick because I sent this to Melissa. Do, when I when I say blood, I mean lineage. I don't mean like literally like blood from your body. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I meant like I don't know, like if we had one of them like standing there or something. I don't know. So, I was just gonna go ahead, kill go. all of you so the blood's all out, and then <laughs> betrayal. Sorry, door draws a sword. All the other rangers. You wanted the Boromir. <laughs> and now you're suddenly uh, okay. So as Sarah Dor said, if if bait is what we need, then I am duty bound to be on the hook. I will, I will disagree with you. Uh, we have more recently had good food, and this would be something that I would need to do. He's, he he kind of looks at the ray. Was that a bad joke? I good food. You mock I, us and our inability to safely recover resources from the island above. And he draws a sword and he hacks <laughs> Arunil as well. No, no, I get you. He gets it. No, Arunil is bold and sometimes mm. brave. Bold flavor. All right, so walk me through what's happening. What are we doing? Yeah, I think in the morning we'll have whoever's capable start working on crafting these rafts. And I was thinking just having some empty ones on the way out to, like, release or even use as bait. Okay. While we make our escape. Okay, so you want to craft some rafts, and what we'll do is we'll do a roll in a, in a, in a minute. 
uh, and we'll see. And depending on how well you do, determines like how much you get. How you know, we'll, we'll sort of figure out how much how much you get from it. So, um, and then I also have to do some checks to see if the creature comes. You know, so it could mm-hmm. come in the night, it could come while you're re- getting resources. So there's lots of potential here. Um, do you all just rest then for the rest of the night? Yes. Okay. So go I, ahead. I will hit- uh, do my meditations uh, close sure. to the shore just to keep an eye out for the creature. Okay. And don't forget that we can spend fellowship points for hope since we are resting. Or Reneal's good. I don't necessarily need any. Okay. During the night, Erebon, um, the mist comes in very, very thickly. But you don't see any signs of the water's surface churning in the way that seems to indicate the arrival of the creature. You don't hear the sounds of it churning. You don't see it. Uh, You do, at a certain point, lose sight of basically anything outside of about five feet in front of you. Uh, And it isn't until morning when the sun rises that some of that mist fog you know and fog sort of burns away uh once the sun comes up but even you know even once that does it's still well you know it's still overcast still kind of dark and um but your your meditation is not interrupted uh those of you in the in the caves and the tunnels uh yeah you can do your rest no problem and um morning comes floy you head up a a contingent of people uh, will say, you know, I mean, how many do you, I'll say, how many do you want to take with you? This is what I want to tell you. The more you take with you, the greater the likelihood the creature shows up. But the more you take with you, the better the chances of actually recovering a lot of resources enough to craft raft. So you yeah, tell me. Many, yeah, how many are there? Uh, so there's a total of able-bodied people that could potentially aid on, on this. We'll say there's a total of, of 10 who, who could potentially come and help. There's more people, but some of them are injured. Some of them are occupied with other duties. We'll say there's up to 10. I'll take like 70%. I'll take seven of them. Take seven? Okay. All right. So go ahead and roll. Um, just roll craft test. Uh, and you could take seven bonus die, as you have one for each person. Oh, gosh. Wow. And Jeff. how well you do is going to determine it. But I'm also going to be doing a little private roll. There, so. <laughs> All right. What's up, Ashley? Did we get a short or prolonged rest? Um, I'll give you a prolonged for this one, since it's there's a decent amount of people, and it's not just like you all randomly sleeping, you know, on, on a on a shore. Like you're with others that could also like, kind of look out for you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So I just rolled uh I just rolled a couple um D twelve feet die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four of them came up with Gandalfs. That's more oh. it's crazy. I just wow. rolled yeah, I rolled seven D twelve and to see if any of them would you know, if any of it would trigger. And mm-hmm. of of them, four of them were twelves. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I ended up with the extraordinary success. Okay. You had a great success just with your own roll, without even their help. That's crazy. All right, so you've got a total of one, two, three successes. Okay. So morning passes, 
uh, and then you you kind of leave very early. Maybe Arabon comes and tells you when the sun is up and what he saw, and you kind of get your crew together. You head up uh, to the upper parts of the island, um, interior a bit. A few of the others lead you, and you take whatever tools they have. So there's like sort of makeshift, you know, it looks like, well, not makeshift, they actually have like, you know, logging axes here and there, and it looks like they have some ropes and things, and you spend basically the the whole morning just trying to take down as much as you can and bringing it back to the cave. And by like mid-afternoon, like you're able to essentially get enough for three boats. Uh, so you have three rafts, I should say. And they're very crude. Like, they're just rafts. Like, there's nothing fancy, but there's no railing or anything like that. It's just a handful of of actual, like, logs roped together. Nothing too big, nothing too small. They definitely afloat. Uh, it's probably enough to, you know, between your boat and between these rafts, you know, get about five people per, maybe six. You might be able to get everybody out on all of them. It would be safer to probably do two trips, but you could try. Uh, but at no point does the creature actually come, it seems, to interrupt you. While they're gone? Yeah. Uh, did did Saragdor go with Ploy, or did he stay? Uh, no, we'll say Saragdor hung around, uh, helping out others. Like You can tell he's kind of in charge, it seems, so he doesn't want to leave, especially those who, who seem to be injured, because there are other people who are injured here. Reniel would um, just kind of pull him aside and kind of fill him in on our goings on, um, you know, over the last several months. Um, And not necessarily in a, um, sometimes she does this in sort of a, you know, awe kind of a way, Um, but not so much that, just a, you know, these are the dangers that are going on in the North and other places. And this is, you know, how we have been spending our last several months attempting to kind of cut down this to the best of our abilities. Uh, Yeah, and I'll I'll say, like, we don't have to roleplay it all out, but um, he'll probably say something to the effect of that, you know, his uncle, his aunt, who who kind of headed this, this group and were essentially his parents at this point where they've had encounters with some of the wild folk from, from the hills here and there. Um, they've, they've seen what looked like increased activity to the North. Um, they like, if you start, if you get into like a full conversation, he'll, he'll kind of explain that they were from the North, like kind of, not all the way towards the ice bay of, of Forishal, but like fairly far north of here. Um, and they've kind of come down through the hills to the forest, you know, the hills of Ivendem and through the forest themselves. And they've ranged everywhere from like the southeast, you know, southeast of the ice bay all the way to the to the North Downs. But they, they didn't really move anywhere close to Fornos or even further south of Fornos. And so they, they've seen and heard activity um they probably are able to reinforce some thoughts that like there have been sort of creatures and trolls that are kind of moving in, in greater 
greater number in some in some ways, which sort of precipitated while one of the reasons why they were moving away. It was just like becoming da- more dangerous and da- you know, and um, they needed to find greater safety if they wanted their families to to be able to live. So yeah, I mean they can probably confirm a lot of what you're saying, but in terms of anything more specific than that, he doesn't have any specific info on that. And folks the, the the main goal of kind of sharing the information is, is is kind of just you know that there there seems to be a broader fight coming and the need for numbers and the need for folks who are aware and can come to the aid of others as needed may may be in our future. Uh, and he'll say, if you can aid us, find a way to get my people to safety off these islets. I don't know where we'll settle, but once we do, if you need us, of course, we can lend aid. But that is a problem for tomorrow. Today, we have other issues. Unless all of us can get off this lake, free of this creature. There's nothing we can do about those folk. It's very true, but I have the utmost faith in in Floyd's craftsmanship. He does good work, and I believe that this will help in our escape. Okay. Uh, Gilly or Erebon, were you doing anything else during the day? Uh... Um. Go ahead. You go ahead, Gilly. I think maybe uh, Gilly would just kind of go around and talk to like the injured, because she's still weary, so she probably can't really help too much with healing, but she'll help keep them like comfortable. Okay. And there are children. Like you definitely yeah. see that there are children. Uh, some that are shorter than you, some that are taller than you. Like there's a there's a couple children left here. Like there's are families, there's are ranger families. So, um. And although, like, all of these rangers are familiar with, like, hobbits, uh, not all, no, not especially the younger ones, the children aren't necessarily, have, have not actually seen them before. So you're kind of like yeah. a, yeah, a so novelty. It's sort of, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a grown up that's as tall as I am. Like, that kind of thing is sort of surprising yeah. to them. Um, but even with your weary state, you can probably lend aid. And there's other people that are helping as well. And no one seems to be like on the verge of death, but there are some fairly severe wo- wounds that are likely going to lead to, you know, like a long debilitating yeah. like leg injury or an arm injury or they, you know, a hand might have to be taken, stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, Erebon. Uh I think Erebon would probably uh, try to scout out the island a bit. I know the rangers have been there a while, but I don't think we've had a chance to really explore it, so I would just do a cursory look around. Uh, roll an explore test. See what you find. Yep, uh, that's a six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> six total? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's the six total. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, all it means is that, other than, you know, these different a couple different entrances to the tunnels, these little networks of tunnels that the the rangers have been moving about and hiding in here and there, you don't actually find anything else of of of, of interest really. Like it all just seems fairly, um, yeah, fairly benign. Um, you do definitely see much like the other islands, um, the signs of 
there was there was like there were there was, there, was stru- there was structure here once, you know, uh, but most of it seems a little bit even further further gone than you know some of the remaining villas on the Bleak Cove and on the uh, and on the False Haven. So, but yeah, there's nothing else that you find. Okay, uh, then I would just regroup and uh, I, I would help floy a bit with the craftsmanship but i'm really not a boat maker so it would just be sure. like him telling me to hammer a nail i don't think dw- i don't think dwarves are necessarily boat makers either but um, i'm not much of a craftsman in general how about sure <laughs> so so we'll you say walk up and you're like that looks great good job it should be you like want that pile of sticks the over there i can do that here's your hammer so <laughs> with uh, I should have taken that elf boat. That elf boat, like, probably could have taken ten people. That's a shame. Uh, so, we'll say by some stealing other people's boats. They left it. It's not salvage. Uh, so, you d- didn't you steal somebody else's boat? Like, is it like that? You guys took somebody else's boat that was wreckage and then used that used the material to rebuild mm-hmm. your own boat. Yep, we yeah. did. That was and wreckage. Well, that <laughs> that actually was salvage. That ruby pendant you've got with someone's <laughs> instead of too. the boat <laughs> that's still put together that could help us. Let's take reduce, reuse, recycle, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Going so we'll green. say just for the sake of it, we'll we'll get to like mid a, mid to late afternoon. You have three functional rafts that can house a, a couple different people, and as long as you like split up the kids a bit, you might be able to get everybody on them with your own boat. Uh, but Floyd. If you're trying to get everyone off at once, unfortunately, you don't have any. You don't have any extra boats. They didn't have enough to, to make like a, a couple extra break rafts. So you'd have to actually risk another day here, if you wanted to do that. You can be willing to do it, or most of us will. We're still injured, right? Uh, I think Gilly is. Yeah, Arabon's wounds have healed. Correct. And don't forget, by the way, since you're resting, you guys can always take the fellowship points. And spend mm-hmm. them towards recover, recovering. Uh, hope, hope, yep, which yep. could help. Okay, so are are we in fact spending another day here? Uh, what do you guys think? I don't like Jeff's smile when he said that. Yeah. I just, I it just, I I just roll for encounters. That's all. It's like the difference between spending Standard another day show. or doing two rounds and spending pretty much another day. I I could use a bit more endurance. Yeah, I, I oh, think. Yeah. I think being well rested for whatever lies ahead seems wise. I'd rather not be weary. Agreed. Okay. You still would have failed your explorer, but it could. <laughs> true, true. It could make the difference down the road. All right. All right. We sleep another night. Okay. So in the, so where you're at basically is you're underneath the island. There's a series of caves. There's water here and there trickling past. You know, like, there's there's these underground, like, kind of lake pond areas where they're, like, getting fresh water from here and there. Um, and where they're, where they're, like, kind of cleaning clothes and such. So there's definitely a lot of that going on. You all, midway through the night, um, you hear a terrifying, horrific scream coming from down one of these satellite tunnels. And you can see like Sarah Dor immediately gets up, you know, almost in a in a 
almost in a fumbling way, is just like drawing a sword, has a torch out. You see a few others are kind of coming with him. And he's just like, the creature's here again! Not again! Get them! Run! And he kind of points, uh, he points to a few people, kind of like ordering them to take a few others and run. And he's taking, he's trying to give orders. Some people are listening. There's like slight hesitation. Um, but yeah, and it seems like he is he is charging towards where the the screaming is. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I think I jumped the gun, so I need to go back to ten endurance. Yeah, it's fine. Cause- because is that that's definitely not prolonged. We're getting interrupted. You can do uh, the other one. The short rest. Yeah, you would have had a couple hours at least. Sure. Yeah. So you're that's saying good. I get a prolonged rest? Arania <laughs> <laughs> would jump up after. Okay. Uh, I would have probably been watching uh, the shore from the same spot. Would I have heard the screaming? Would it have been towards me? Uh, roll an awareness test and go ahead and take a minus one penalty to this as the mist is quite heavy. Wait. That's a nine, but I'm not weary. Hey. Sorry, I'm just double checking one thing. Uh, uh, you unfortunately do not. Oh, actually, that. I am weary. Never mind. Sorry. I failed, yeah. Yeah, you do not notice. Uh, you do not notice anything. You do hear the sounds of people screaming. Eventually, it probably takes a little longer to get to you since you're outside, but you do eventually hear it. And probably you see some people are kind of escaping up the tunnels and out, and kind of trying to find somewhere else. And they're probably shouting and filling you in. Whereas the other three of you, what are you doing as you hear these different these different screams and such? I'll wake up and help guide these people to safety. Okay. So you're you're gonna you're gonna escape, you're gonna leave the tunnels, or are you gonna go are you gonna run so basically you have two options. Do you run towards the sounds of the screaming where Saragdor just just ran, or do you run with the people that are escaping the tunnels and, and uh, going, not going running with them, service? just making sure everyone gets out before I run towards the screaming, if that's possible. Okay. Gotcha. Uh what about uh what about you, Gilly? What are you doing? Um Yeah, Gilly will kind of hang out with Floyd and make sure that the children and stuff are getting out. Um, okay. and, and then, like, get up. Guys my, are so um, heroic. It's ridiculous. I know. Uh, but I'll get, like, my bow and stuff ready to go, to go in. Okay. Did uh, Arenial run down? Uh, Arenial went after find out. Uh, Saragdor. Okay, so Saragdor and Arenial, you're running. Uh, where do we want Mud- where, where do we want to say Mudan uh, went? Do we want to say he heroically ran away with Floyd and Gilly, or do we want to say he heroically ran with Arineal deeper into the tunnels? Boy. No, he's going. He's running to safety. Okay, so, so he's. Yeah. yeah, we okay. have to make sure he doesn't get injured. So we're probably yelling at him to help keep watch of these people. He's the only okay. one who knows how to steer the boat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's super funny. Okay, so then what I will do is I will. I will show. I'll show Melissa, which she's. I mean, I'll bring all of you to it, but you guys aren't actually here. So as you run down the tunnel, a uh, few steps behind Saragdor, mm-hmm. um, you kind of burst into one of these 
kind of an underground lagoon cove. You can see that like the water level is a little higher in here than probably the last time. You've seen some folks come in here to, you know, to kind of clean clothes, to get fresh water, to you know that kind of thing, and kind of and bring it back towards the deeper port parts of the um, uh, of the of like this little hideout area. But as you as you dive in, let me go ahead and bring y'all. Where am I? Let me bring y'all over. Arineal's running and running, and she is going to look back behind her and just be just so disappointed that not, no one in her party is following. That's going to be uh, a topic of conversation later. Sorry. But no one is following. What conversation? You'll be dead. Well, apparently, because I was left to uh, go fight this thing all by myself. And you're like, yeah. I'm keeping those kids safe. That's that's what we. I'm not the fighter. <laughs> I've been almost oh, no. eaten once. No, it totally makes sense that you're still wounded, and it would totally make sense for you to be like, "Come on, children, let's go this way." Floy, on the other hand, I'm like, mm, okay, you go take your axe and go over there. So you burst in to this uh, this area. Okay, and you can again. You can see it's sort of like an underground grotto area, and you Ooh. see the creature has burst out from the water here and is attacking uh, two of these these ranger folk uh, that are on the southern, you know, on like the the south side of the of the cave itself. Uh, now I've put the rest of you on the map, even though you're technically not here yet. But I so you guys actually aren't there. I just put you all there. But we'll okay. say. Uh, Seregdor, and I don't know why I keep showing up as that. Oops, one sec. Sorry, like there's a lot of weird mistakes that are happening. I don't know why. Um, Erebon, so, where did you go? Erebon was in the uh, surface. I got lost in the mist. So he was up top, <laughs> right. he was looking yeah. around, and he was alerted as people were coming up to the surface. So he's going to be a delay. Delay on him, delay on Floyd, delay on Gilly. The only two people that are actually here running are Seregdor and Arineal. And there's two people that are currently in the process of being attacked. So what are you going to do, Arineal, as you arrive? Uh, Arineal is going to... Yeah, she's going to be in... Um, why can't I do this? I'm remembering what to do again. I'm going to be in... Um, uh, Rearward. Sorry, we haven't played in two weeks, so I know. that means we basically <laughs> haven't played. What are the played... stances? <laughs> sorry, I'm just ending combat yeah. really quick. I'm redoing. Yeah, so I'm just Rearward stance so that I can. There we go. Why is it showing up as, that's not his name. Keeps um, like giving me the wrong name. I've changed this on his token like a thousand times. Hey, there, it's finally working out. Okay. Sorry. All right. So you're gonna, you, you so you burst in and you can see he's thrashing around the water. This big old creature. You can see there's two people uh, here that uh, that it's that like are, are being attacked by this by this creature and they're kind of doing their best. Like one woman, one older one of these rangers is kind of on the ground, like in the water. You can see she's floating. the The water level has risen a bit. 
there's another who's trying to defend. So you can see like the older one of these two rangers uh, that I just mm-hmm. pinged on. That one's kind of in the ground and you can tell like there's blood around her. There's another one of these rangers, this woman, kind of tall, slender, but you can tell that she's got a sling kind of down her arm, but she's doing her best to kind of defend uh, like her fallen uh, her fallen friend here. Uh, as you and Serider burst into uh, into the tunnel. Now, the way out, the obvious way out, is up to the northeast. Uh, but it, it, you you can tell that, like, could it fit through the tunnel? Possibly it would have to, like, squeeze, but you think it probably can, considering its its size and shape. Uh, but you look around, and it's just you and Seragdor, and none of your allies you know, followed you. Uh, so what do you want to do, Arrhenio? You tell me. Uh, the first thing that I would want to do is um, loose an arrow on it. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You can take a uh, you can take an opening volley as it's not paying attention to you, so you can go ahead and take a, a range shot at it. Okay. I think I do it from here. Nope. Hold on, I gotta select it first. So now I've selected it. Now I do this again. And Oh gosh! Okay. Yeah, by one. So, no. I mean, this this thing is enormous. It's not extraordinarily difficult to hit it. Uh, and I missed it. <laughs> but you you move in. It's very dark in here. You can see that there's some bioluminescence, uh, like you know, in here, like pretty natural stuff. It's not like overwhelming. And there's like a you know a lantern set here or there that's kind of giving a little bit of light in here. But it's still very very dark. And the shadows are kind of moving in an awkward way. But you come in and you quickly, like you're almost like you're running and you don't really, yeah, you, know, yeah. you take a shot. Okay. So it's not going to do anything because this is just sort of your opening volley. So we'll go into actual combat. Now, I want Floy, Gilly, and Erebon, uh, what you're going to do, are you in fact coming back? Are you going to come try to help Arineal? Yeah, that's my intention. Okay. Yeah. Three of you yeah, make... I- Go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No, I, I I would have come as soon as I knew there was trouble, but I was okay. just further away. Re- roll athletics tests, and we'll see how. And this is going to determine how fast, like how many rounds before you get into the fight. So the better you do, the quicker you get in. The fight. We're gonna have one round without for sure, but the better you do, the quicker you get in here. So extraordinary success oh you'll gosh. be in on the second round. Great success you'll be in on the third round. Regular success Help you'll be out, in the guys. fourth round. I'll be there That's... next week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't forget. I rolled a five. Great success. Okay. So, Gilly, you're going to come in on the third round. Uh, Floyd, you're going to come in on the fourth. And then, Erebon, you're going to be in on uh, the Tomorrow. fifth. Tomorrow. <laughs> Erebon... <laughs> He's back at Linden. He's like, guys, no, seriously. An ankle. It's a very rocky beach. <laughs> okay. He just walked across the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're in combat now. Arineal, you're in this. Uh, so is Saragdor. We're going to treat it. We're going to we're gonna treat our NPCs the way we've always treated our NPCs. Like, we're not, I'm not rolling separate attacks for NPCs, but if you want to burn them, you can use them. So you can use them either to get a bu- So there's two active ones. There's Saragdor and there's this other living one currently. Uh, this woman does not count, unfortunately. Do I have my thing up? Hang on, let me see if I have. 
and some of the other games I have like a macro that lets me like make them all bloody but I don't do that here um (laughs) all right um she's not actually dead but I'm just gonna put that on her just so you know uh, but you can use you can use it to get a bonus die on an attack. You can use it to get a bonus die on a protection roll, like however you want to use it. But you get one they they get one use per round. That's how we're going to use them. So okay. what do you do, Arinial? Arinial uh, is going to switch to forward stance and try to come up and uh, okay, be bold and get this thing's attention away from this injured woman. Okay, how do you go about? So when you say you're trying to get its attention away, like, are you, is that meaning like you're not attacking? You're trying to do something else to tr- like the taunt it, or are you trying uh, to? No, just just a flavor. I'm loudly coming in as I'm attacking this thing, so I am. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> She's okay. just screaming. Yes, just screaming as I come in, and hopefully. Okay. Uh, roll your attack. roll your attack. Yeah. All right. For sure. I am going to spend one of our fellowships, so that's going to put us to four total to do this at advantage, at um, favored. Sure. And um, I'll take one of the two audience that we've got. Sure. To add an, an additional. All right, a success. All right. Nice. Uh, Okay, so it's just a regular success, right? Um, let's see. I do have a keen sh- short sword, and I rolled a nine. Oh, okay. So I have to make a protection roll. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me go back to where I have, do I have a hideous toughness. Nope, that doesn't apply here. Let's see. Snake light speed would have, but I'm not going to use it because it's, it's too late. Um. I don't want to get knocked out of the fight early. I'm going to burn a hate to get an extra die roll on my protection. Okay. So. But you didn't make a piercing roll, did you? Yes, because it's keen and I rolled a nine. Yeah, I just, it, it, I have to do it manually. You didn't, you didn't, didn't roll the weapon, you rolled the skill. Yep. Uh, no, I think it's more of because the keen thing doesn't automatically add it. All right, oh, so, got it. It's all good. Uh, despite rolling a Gandalf, I do roll enough on the bonus die to not be wounded. Uh, what's the total damage, though, on your weapon? Damage is three. Okay, so you come up to this huge thing, which looks like it's in much better health than the last time you saw it, as it's, like, raking away with that. Remember, it has that, that sort of big old angling claws. It's got the big old mouth. Uh, and you can see, like, the light in front is kind of, like, flopping around in the in, in the darkness. And it's actually making it so it's almost easier to see it. And you just hack into its its hindquarters. And you do manage to cut through it, like, a bit of blood kind of squirts and sprays on you. Uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem to have um, really hurt it too madly. Uh, it seems almost like a kind of a surface wound. Uh, so, so then, a question yeah. before we move on. So you mentioned that up here there is a bit of a cave that it seems like it can't fit through. Did it I probably hear that it, correctly. It probably could, but it would have to like squeeze essentially. Okay. Then so I would want to yell to this woman um, to see if she can get to that cave. Okay. So. We're going to have... It's going to go next. And unfortunately, it has healed. 
which means it gets three attacks. I'm going to oh do one on each of you just to make it fair. So this woman has got not a lot of endurance. So let's see. All right, let's see if this works. Probably won't. I'm trying to see if an NPC can target an NPC. I don't think it can. So Gilly, you're gonna get here in three turns? Did I hear that right? Uh, I think so, yeah. I got a great success. Oh gosh. I'm Hanging gonna, in there. I'm gonna run to a small cave and see if I can right. get it stuck. I can try to bite the Yeah, I knew this was gonna happen. God dang it. I love this this system, but one of the things that frustrates me is that it handcuffs you. Like, you can't do combat on the fly. You have to have combat trackers. You have to have targeting. And it's like, sometimes I'm just like, I'm trying to run oh, it fast and loose. And I can't really stuff. run yeah. it fast and loose. And it gets, yeah. I don't want to, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, I don't blame that. I don't blame it because it's like, I'm doing weird things sometimes. All right, so it's gonna try to bite the woman in front that you just gave the order to. Uh, it will hit dealing eight damage to her, which is almost all of her health. Oh no. It will try to use its tail as it'll sweep back with its tail at both you and at Saragdor. So we'll do the first one will be over towards Rineal. Um Actually, uh, because we're in a dark cave, it gets this at favored, uh, which I didn't roll in the last one, but I will do it here. Well, goodness. So this is on you. Uh, That's going to be a great success. Uh, Uh I will do a piercing blow. Yep, I can do that because I rolled a nine. So I'm going to try to... Yeah, so this is going to be piercing blow time. You take 10 points of damage, and Arineal, go ahead and roll a protection roll against target 12. Okay. And then the next will be against uh, Saragdor as well. So, and damage. That's a lot of damage. You are fighting a... Uh, it will, in fact, hit Saragdor. deals 10 points of damage. You see Saragdor just sort of fly back and get smashed against this, like, this chunk of rock here. Uh, but he is still standing. They don't look great. So that's the end of that round. You have one more round before Gilly arrives. Rinio, what do you want to do? As this okay. woman tries, like, you can see she looks at you. She looks at the woman in the gr- in the water, like, floating in the water. She looks at you. She looks at the woman flo- floating in the water. Do you do you want her to run? Because she wants to save this woman that's, that's still floating in the water. Uh, so she'll, she'll say to you, but... You're... She, she is gone. You must, you must flee. Okay. Because the other woman's dead, right? Uh, no. You don't know that. She's laying. She's in the water. There's blood around her. You don't know that. You know she's terribly wounded. She could be alive. She could be dead. You don't know. There's no time. This is this is a yeah. big ass nope. combat with nope. a big old monster. So yep. she's running. Okay, that's fine. So run. she starts. To, she starts to run. Uh, okay, your turn. What do you want to do? All right. So I, in order to not be weak, well, that's probably a dumb idea. Never mind. Um, I was going to say I draw my bow. I'm like, no, I'm not going to draw my bow in the water. I'm never going to find it. Um, I'm going to drop some uh, treasure so that I'm not wounded. 
<laughs> Somewhere, Floy goes, Oh, no, no. Arinio's in trouble. <laughs> she's, she's suddenly poor. <laughs> it's not even Arinio's in treasure. It's just, I, I smell treasure. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was the sound of a silver goblet hitting the water. There's treasure nearby. Come this way. Uh, okay, so you drop some stuff? Yeah, and so, then I'm gonna run kind of with her. So then okay. I'm kind of keeping her behind me. Okay. As we go toward the cave. So you're not gonna attack, you're just, you're gonna spend your whole action to run towards this this cave, okay? Yeah, and tell Saragdor to also come this way. Okay. So, let's do that. So you guys, the two of you start running, Saragdor will follow. Uh, let's see... Kind of curious what it's gonna do. Is it gonna go after you guys, or it's just gonna take this woman? Uh, let's fifty-fifty it. A D twelve. Uh, we'll say low in an eleven. Uh, uh, it's it's gonna come after you. Uh, high or you know twelve, it'll go. Because remember, eleven's like you know, sorry. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, it's a Gandalf. So, uh, best case scenario for you, Arineal, is that it sort of turns around at this point, like, looks at you all, but comes back to this woman on the ground and just thrashes her a little bit more, and you could just see her whoosh, whoosh. And if the, she wasn't dead, uh, she, she certainly is now. And then it'll kind of turn and look at you all. Like, it's got all those, like, kind of milky white eyes. You're not mm-hmm. even sure if it sees you the tiny little light hanging down from that dangling claw uh, and it kind of stares in your direction as you're running towards the tunnel you see Gilly's lantern, the light of Gilly's lantern suddenly showing and there is your hobbit friend, Uh, you can see in the distance behind you hear the sounds of like the the dwarf Floy coming but he's still not quite there yet so we'll say at this point at the edge of this cave Gilly is now kind of with the group uh, and so there's the four of you, and you can see this doom, this creature has turned and is looking in your direction. Uh, so it'll come back to the two of you then, on your turns. What do you want to do? <laughs> Matilda, is that, is that what we named her? She was Matilda. <laughs> Matilda! Arineal, uh, let Matilda die. Arineal did make the hard choice. Um, so Arineal wants to get everyone behind her, so she's going to continue to move into the cave and see if there's kind of hiding places where everybody else can go so she can stay and out kind of at the at the entrance with her sword. Uh, I mean, you can just get tell people to get behind you. Uh, yeah, and yep. yeah, that's fine. You don't need hiding places for that. So yeah, if you if you say that, um, I'll tell you what, roll. Um, you can roll like an enhearten. You can roll uh, something to essentially convince that like Saragdor to not like just sort of stand there with you because he's a young kid he's trying to do right he's honorable and like you can probably tell that like there's a lot of like in his face like there's hesitation like he does like like this is this is wrong like leaving you to fight on your own so if you want him to actually do something like that go ahead and make a roll that kind of command him in a sense okay I'll see how this goes and I'll basically just say you know I've been telling you all of these stories of everything we've been doing over the last few months you need to trust when I tell you that this is not a fight that you're going to win. Okay. And I fail. And he says, he looks at you, 
Uh, and not like scorn or anything. And he just says, This is not the first time I have faced the creature. It might be my last. But if it is the time that allows these others to flee, then so be it. And he just turns around and he's got his sword. And you can see like there's a little bit of trepidation in his voice as he says it, but he's trying to be the brave guy. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and he like stands there with you. Uh, Gilly, uh, what do you do? We're not necessarily like I'm giving you all like like a mid mid combat round. Like, are you are you hiding, Gilly? Or are you are you hopping up into the combat too? Uh, Gilly got her her bow and arrow ready, so I think she'll okay shoot at it. All right. So what I'll say is like it's a new round. Arinial, are you in defensive stance? Is that correct? Yes. Okay, Gilly, you're in range stance. It's fine. Saragdor is now with you. Uh, I'll say the other ranger is back with Gilly. So Gilly, you can take a bonus die on your on your shots with her and. Arineal, you can take a bonus die with Saragdor, the two of you, as long as he lives. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, so we're assigning, obviously we're assigning, you know, kind of tokens now, and it charges at you guys. It's not quite into the cave yet. Uh, Arineal, you're up. All right. Let's see if I can roll this properly. So I'm rolling it from here. I've already targeted it, so I'm going to roll it from here. Keen short sword. Um, I'm gonna take the other of the. I'm points. gonna burn a hate, as it's moving much faster than you would give it credit for, and it's partially in water, so it seems even slicker. So this is snake-like speed, and so your attack's gonna be made at ill-favored. Oh. Um. This ain't an orc. Knowing that, can I... This is a nameless thing. (laughs) Name the doom of Nainuial. (laughs) I understand Um, the contradiction, but that's what it is. Can I spend a fellowship to overcome that? Or is that like Uh, an order? Yeah, yeah. It'll cancel each other out. Yeah, yeah. if you spend it, it just means you roll normal. Okay. It also has a new nickname, the doom of Matilda. The doom (laughs) of Matilda. Matilda's bane. (laughs) Let's see if I did it right that time. That's a success. Uh, you attack hey. three points of damage. Uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't look like it's good enough to. Yeah, you don't have any extra successes. So you cannot Nothing make that. Extra. Yeah, so it's just ninety. Okay, so it's just keep chipping away three at a time. At this rate, it's going to uh, kill die. me before I kill it. Yep. Okay, Gilly, uh, you're ranged to go ahead and go. Okay. So, uh, I am going to use, I hope, for my keen-eyed distinctive feature. I don't think we can use hope in combat, right? I'm sorry, what? Hope is is for non-combat? I can't enact my distinctive feature? Distinctive features... uh, That's different. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. Distinctive features can't be used for combat proficiencies. So the distinctive features are specifically for skill rolls. Got it. Okay. Uh, never mind then. Uh, ooh, then this is not going to be great. You get oh, the bonus uh, from her. There's some like, the other ranger that's kind of limping back, blood streaming down. All right. Let's see how this goes. Uh, do we have an extra dice, Mal? 
We're out. We just had two. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. You fire and you, can, you kind of try to lift the, the bow up ever so slightly to get it over top of the head of like a Rineal and Seragdor. You just go a little mm-hmm. bit too high and it clips against a rock kind of hanging down from the ceiling of the tunnel. Uh, it will go then. Uh, can I also use my movement to for me and whoever's with me to move back a little bit further into the cave? Of course, yeah. I'm going to cool. assume that this is like... You guys are like, like fighting. A, yeah, and slowly. Yeah, I, and, yeah. yeah I, I, that's how I'm picturing it. The map doesn't go that far, obviously, but maps yeah. aren't perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, it'll do. So it's going to do one against each of you, and then the third one, all 50 50 it to see what happens. So, first one against Saragdor, we'll say this is the bite. Uh, that'll hit, uh, and I'll just do a heavy blow, and Saragdor, <laughs> he is down. And we have another die now. Uh, 18 points of damage as you watch Arineal as the chomp comes down on this kid who just like holds up what looks like this oh. this buckler to try to block it. But the mouth is so big that it just <laughs> right on his arm and you hear him go. Rawr! And his arm as it like as he just yanks it free from the row and rows of fangs. He just flops to the ground. Um, Then he will, then this will turn his attention to you with its tail. Uh, First attack is a hit. Uh, And I will do another piercing blow as I can, as I'm close enough. Oh my Uh, gosh. Go ahead and take 10 more points of damage and roll a protection roll against uh, target 12. Thanks, Crippler, for that uh, bit. It's not really. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, you're okay. All right, but Unless I am. Eh, whatever. I am. My foundry is bugging. I've got. Just refresh if you have to. Oh, sorry, I'm doing the wrong thing. I've got seven endurance left. Uh, yeah, you're and you're weary again. Yes, I. I'm just checking your. I was checking to make sure that rolled correctly. That did not roll correctly, by the way. So yeah, you only have two d sixes for your protection roll. So I'm just gonna roll protection from your character sheet. Do you want to use a bonus die or anything for this this roll, this protection roll, like the? from the chat or anything like that? Um, uh, sure. Okay. If I'm bad, I've taken all. Yeah. Uh, didn't roll. One sec, I'm refreshing mine too. It's just sort of bugging out. Foundry's bugging out. It is bugging out. Bugging out like crazy. Sorry, everybody. There it goes. You are wounded. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and hit the wound severity table. Okay. Okay. You are now wounded. And not only that, Melissa, it's got a third attack. Oh, son of a gun. Seven days. Well, don't worry. 
I don't know if you have that long. Oh God. So I'm gonna fifty fifty it to see who it who it attacks next. Uh, so I'm gonna do a D six, one to three it'll be Saragdor, four to f- uh, one to three it'll be Saragdor, four to six it'll be you. Uh, it's Saragdor. He'll attack. I don't even oh. have to spend hate. This is so easy. Just so easy with a tail. Attack hit, and you see as Saragdor is laying on the ground, blood just pouring and pouring. You can see that it, the tail just comes down and just crunches and just splats Saragdor deep beneath the water. And you just hear the sickening crunch, Arineal. And, oh. um, yeah, it's pretty... When, you, when, when he kind of pops back up, you can tell, like, his face is just sort of collapsed inward a bit as the huge weight of the tail comes down. On the bright side, Floy, you have joined the fight. As you come running up and you see as they're fighting back through the tunnel and you can hear behind you like Erebon running as well. Um, but he's not quite up yet. Um, Be there soon. <laughs> Hang in there, Arenial. So. <laughs> Hanging Sarador. on by my fingernails. Okay. So, uh, Arenial. Um, Arineal and let me put you on the thing. Okay, Floy, you're in there as well. So go ahead and set your set your stances and tell me what's happening. So what Arineal wa- wants to do is back up so that this thing can't reach. So like so the goal is to be farther back. Okay. Yeah. You can do what you want. You just tell me what it is you want to do. Do you are you are you trying yep. to slowly back up and fight as you back up, or are you turning and running? Uh, coming in and seeing Saragor just get squashed. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to go. Okay. So we'll scribe- fit on the boats now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. There's a there's a ranger who hears him say that like too soon, man. What the hell? <laughs> Gosh. Um. Okay, so you're trying to run away. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be so in front of, or behind or in between okay. the monster and Okay. So you, so Floy, you kind of get up in front, sort of almost engaging a little bit with the with the creature and allowing a Rineal to run back. Uh, Rineal, are you just trying to run and flee? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gilly, same question. Um. Yeah. Run. Yeah, okay. I've already been chomped on this thing like once. Uh, I think I think Gilly would be pretty scared. Okay, so you all run into the tunnel and you flee, Floy. You, you hang back slightly and you make sure you, you're bringing up the rear. Um, Floy, roll an athletics test to see if you can sort of navigate the tunnels quickly and nimbly enough to avoid attacks by this thing as it's trying to squeeze and hit and squeeze and hit and squeeze and hit. Great and yeah. It's like you can see it's trying to weave, and you you hear the sounds of like the rocks scraping and falling down, um, and you can see this thing just, just kind of reaching out, and as it does, it just barely misses you and scrapes against the side of the of the tunnel. You see the rocks crumbling down a bit. You 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 see like what looks like the tail try to sweep around and hit you, but it smacks down the side of the tunnel, um, and eventually the tunnel narrows to the point where 
Like you, it, you're, you're, you're confident. It, it can't get through that. Like only you all can. So you, you sort of retreat back to where you initially were, where you had your little campfire planning thing, and you still hear the screeches and the sounds of, of the, of the doom. Um, but as you kind of begin all of you now together, Erebon, you're with the crew. The woman who is with you, she turns and is like, where is Serador? We cannot leave him. <laughs> he, he did not, he did not survive. Uh, she like looks at you. She looks down the tunnel. She looks at you. And she looks down the tunnel. And you can tell she's just sort of waiting for someone to say something for what to do. So what do you say, Arineal, or anybody else, honestly? Arineal has a gaping leg wound. I can see that Arineal's... These are your people. You should should leave them. Uh, Arineal looks down at her gaping wound. (laughs) It's not about you, Arineal. It's about your people. Okay, enough about the leg wound. Um, he did say that if anyone had to be the distraction for us to be able to leave, that he would do it. Now might be our chance. I tried to convince him otherwise. I tried to convince him to get behind me, um, but you all had a, a, a brave one in your midst. He did the best he could to try to save all of you. And Irineal just sort of looks to Floyd and Gilly. Are we looking to use this as our time to leave? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. So all of you are agreed. You're running up to the surface and getting on the rafts and the boats. Erebon ran all the way down there <laughs> just for them to be there and then run all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Story of Erebon's life, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Yeah, I'm ready to get on a raft. Okay. What? Okay. I'm ready to be off this island. How about that? So you hear the sounds of this creature still in the tunnel, and you run up, um, up to the surface, and you get over to the boats, and you can see that there are the rangers are like they're already kind of doing what you think they're supposed to be doing. It's not quite dawn. Uh, the sun's not up yet. It's still very, very dark out. There's heavy mist. Um, not as heavy as the night before Erebon, but um, you can see they're already kind of clambering on top of it. Um, Mudan calls to you all from your boat, and over the next couple of minutes, three rafts filled with rangers, uh, Dunedain, and one boat filled with you all and Mudan, and maybe, you know, the, you do your best to scatter it, and you get onto the water. Um, I need uh, who's who's who, I need somebody to roll for navigation, and then I want someone to roll for rowing. Uh, is, uh, can we're row. gonna treat this actually. Let's treat this like a skill endeavor. Yeah, let's just yeah. treat this like a yeah. skill endeavor. Like we're trying to do a task. We'll set it at six. You're trying to flee. You're trying to help the other boats. You're trying to get the hell out of here. So. Who's so yeah? So just, I, I would say anything kind of works. A navigation role would be useful. Athletics role to, you know, to row would be useful. Um, you know, calling out, trying to encourage other boats to follow or to go a different direction would be useful. Lots of different skills could potentially work here. So just tell me how it is that you want to tackle this. We'll say six with a with a round. We'll say you need to hit six before six comes up. 
or disasters going to occur. Um, before the skill endeavor, can I do a song roll for um, like our battle song so that I'm not. Well, this isn't combat. Never mind. We have a no, combat it's not song. Anymore. No, okay, you no guys mind. left. Yeah. You guys ran and left that kid to die. You know. That brave. I mean. That brave young man. We ran after he died. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That we did. We keep forgetting that we have a song now. Yeah. I wonder if that would have been useful in that fight right there. Okay, so you guys are in the boats. You're fleeing. You can see yeah. that there's like sh- there's people shouting in the mist. You can see there's panic that's settling in. You hear the sounds of some of the children crying out. You hear some of the older folks who are trying to communicate, like, which way do we go? Which way? The mist is so thick. Um, what do you do? Uh, scan or explore to see. Those sure. Cool? Yeah, uh, scan would be like to find something hidden. Explore is more like just sort of a general try to find your way to go. So I think explore probably fits here really well as like a basic navigation type thing. Go ahead. Can I still use Mudan's extra? Uh, absolutely. Right. Once, yeah, yeah. Once per round of all of you doing something. I'll roll a one, unfortunately. Oh no. Okay. So you do your best and like you realize like you're in like this cove uh, like this little cape circular area and you kind of point point the boat in a direction and you go and you go and you go and you realize that all you've done is move from one side of this little small bay to the other you didn't actually go out oh no so if you look at the at the map uh, like where the the last stand is at the top it's basically like you went from like this side to the southwest to this side yeah. to the northeast instead of actually just heading straight east uh, okay. Could you move Who's us next? On? What's that? Uh, you, you should be able to do it yourselves, but oh. I can activate it. It's a little carrot in the upper left. Yes, yeah, it's all good. Um, I would like to spend a hope and then use um, my keen eyed for an awareness test just to like for danger. keep an eye out for danger. Rocks, this creature, or something like that. Absolutely. Go yep, ahead and roll. Exactly. Okay. Gilly's the one like right in front of Steven like watch out for the rock watch out for the rock keep yeah. around that rock success yeah and that's exactly what happens is that as you try to turn the boat around and head out the, the opening of this small bay on the eastern side of the island like it's it's not as rocky and dangerous as the wrecking cross but there are still some chunks of rocks that are very easy to, to miss especially as the thickness and more than once you almost bump into some of the other rafts and that could be disastrous uh, but you're able to help navigate the way out. And now you're kind of in the open water. Um, at this point, you can you can look behind you, and it's very, very dark, but some starlight is kind of coming through the clouds. You can see uh, kind of the, some of the trees on top of the, the higher portions of the last stand kind of behind you. And you, you kind of, you're moving outward easternly. You know you can go to the eastern shore. You can go north. So it's kind of up to you all. Um, you have four turns until something bad could potentially happen, but you need five successes to avoid right. it. Arineal, um basically what she wants to do is just kind of like, you know, her leg is bothering her, but arms are fine. So she wants to kind of, you know, like pick up like a kid in both arms and get on a boat and just, you know. You're already on boats. Athletics for rowing. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. You're already on the boat. Like you've already left the cave. You're on the water. So, but if you want to do athletics for rowing, it's fine. Yeah. I was just kind of flavoring what I've been doing. Did you notice how she mentioned the freaking leg again? Like, she's the only one who's injured. Okay? 
There's people who are dead in the water, and she's like, well, my leg hurts. Hour for someone to maybe try to do a healing to try to decrease the seven bit. days that I have. I'm trying to narrate an exciting escape. Erebon is winded from all that running if it makes you feel better to run. <laughs> He's got to work on his cardio. Ron's like, really? You think your troubles are bad? So, gritting from the pain in the leg, push the kid off to the side, falls out of the water, just so you can go faster, and you just start rowing, rowing, like, this, like, central reservoir of uh, of strength kind of comes in, and do you want to go north or east, Arineal? North back to Eskerdale, east back to the eastern shore. Where, where, where would you want to go? Uh, north, because we were okay. wanting to share with Eskerdale the information that we got about their. Infant. You were. How much of? Do we want to go that way? Because north. Okay. Uh, three successes needed. Three more chances. Uh, Erebon would also like to be rowing. That's fine. There's two, uh, two rows, two, two, uh, two oars. He's never rowed a boat in his entire life, uh, but he is putting his all into it. I am spending a hope for an automatic success. Okay. Because uh, I'm ready roll. to be on dry land. Let's see okay. if you get any extras. I'm not going to. Oh, you my know, gosh. That's why I did the, my dice have been horrible tonight. So really that's why I spend the hope. You really so still got the magical success. Uh, yeah, so yeah, between the two success. of you, between the two of you, yeah, the, the boat is picking up speed. You actually begin to lose sight of some of the rafts with how fast you're going relative to them. They're using, you know, they're using makeshift oars. You guys actually have proper oars from, from Eskerdale. Uh, okay, so that was one full round. So Mudan is up to be used again. Uh, you need two more successes before two turns are up, before unless disaster happens. I'm not going to pull any punches if that disaster comes, by the way. It's going to be ugly. Um, I think I would like... Uh, Reniel would want to just do another athletics. Okay. Uh, how are you flavoring it differently this time? Um, that kid I'm, that was hanging on the side of the boat, she pulls him up so that we're not dragging him. I'm just... Using just them use them as the oar. <laughs> exactly. She's helping weight the oar so she can go faster. Okay. Maybe I am like telling them like I don't know that this is actually how this works because I don't actually know boat stuff. But like maybe I'm like getting the kids to like shift their weights that like helps the speed of what we're doing. It doesn't sound like athletics though. Like you could do that for sure, but it doesn't sound like an athletics test. That sounds it like depends on how you get them to shift their weight. You know? <laughs> she's, she's just throwing people, <laughs> picks Floy up, hurls them towards the front of the boat. Uh, you tell me, what do you want to do? Um, I really just want to keep rolling athletics from a meta perspective. Like that's the best thing for me to roll. It's just All athletics. Right. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, the new flavor is now okay. she's also screaming even louder as she's rowing. Okay, yeah. I was going to say the flavor is that I don't mention my leg this time. You <laughs> all, it's different. <laughs> Floy, you put your boots down into the middle of the boat, and you're like, oh, my gosh, the, the boat's taking on water. And you look down. And, no, it's not. It's just all of the blood that's pouring out of Arineo's leg as she just <laughs> strains and just more and more comes out. All right. You are down to you need one success. You have one turn left. If you fail, 
and don't get success on this. Jeff, I am spending the hope for an I knew you magical success. Okay. <laughs> I am. Erebon okay. is so done with this. He is putting all his elven skills to the test. Okay. Uh, we're going to go. It, it doesn't matter. We'll do awareness because I'm trying to uh, steer the boat to the closest shore possible. Sure. Okay, with a great success. Hey, my first success of the night. Hey. Between Arineal's, like heroic rowing and physical manhandling of the various passengers <laughs> in the boat. And Erebon's Erebon, cowardice getting him to shore as quickly as possible. Erebon's keen elven cowardice helping him find the fastest yep, route. Yep. You do manage to outpace the rafts considerably. And... After 10 minutes of rowing, you look back, you can't see the rafts anymore. 20 minutes, can't see the rafts. 30 minutes go by. And almost an hour after departing, with the sun now coming up from dawn, you reach the northern shore of Lake Evendim. Intact, you hear no sounds of the chopping of the water uh, when the creature erupts. The mist is still very heavy, but dawn is coming, and you can see it's thinning a bit. What would you all like to do as you have reached shores, all of you, Mudan, and a ranger child, or Dunedain child, I should say? I'll leap off the bow of the boat as soon as we're, like, uh, crashing into the sand, and I'll try to save face by, like, helping other people down, but I definitely just wanted to be on dry land. Okay. I'll try Jeff. to get up to a higher point of view. Maybe scan the horizon. See if we see the other rafts coming in. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead and roll an awareness. And you can take a bonus die since you said you're specifically going up to higher ground. Uh, Unless you're going to say something as well. Has it been 60 minutes in game? It has been. It has been exactly one hour. But there was time between the end of the skill endeavor and when you hit the shore. So if, if somebody wanted to roll on your leg... Uh, once you put some distance between yourselves and the aisle, if somebody wants to do that. Uh, I could roll it. I failed. Yeah, you look around as best you can, and you just don't see the other boats. You also know that the plan was to scatter, was to go to different directions. So they, they could have made it to the eastern shore, could have been to the western shore. Yeah. And plus they're not like, you know, they, they were in rafts where you're in a proper boat that's probably got higher speeds. So... It might be more time. You might have to do a scout of the shore. Uh, you're not really sure. Yeah. They didn't uh, have a radial oaring for them. Mm -mm, mm -hmm. They did not. Uh, for the heal, I'm going to spend one of our... Um, or wait, no, I can't do that. It's not combat. Uh, I'm just, I've got my bonus from the thing, and we're going to roll it. This is for, this is for success. Ooh. That's for Arineal's nice heal. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Okay, so that will reduce it by, I think, three days? Three days. So it should be down to four. So four Sweet. days in heal time. Okay. Awesome. Thank you much. You're welcome. So, Floy, you, you're kind of watching. You're watching Gilly. You're bandaging it up. Erebon, you're on land. <laughs> I'm on the ground. 
Yeah, the child's probably, you know, 70 years old or so. As you can see, she's got, like, you know, these weird braids and stuff, and she looks frightened, but nonetheless, she seems to be just kind of quiet and, like, waiting, fretting a bit. Um, what do you all want to do? Dawn has come. What's next? I kinda, Gilly thinks that we should walk around, uh, like, on land the shore to see if we can catch sight of any of them in their ships and aid them as much as we can. Agreed. Perhaps we should move further inland. This creature can still attack us on the shore. Yeah, I think we should walk along like the tree line. Okay. So, it's a very very big lake. So, so mechanically speaking, we're talking dozens of miles across. Uh, yeah. from like north to south west is not as wide but it's still very very wide so it's just a question of like how far are you looking to go uh, you all I, put, I brought you back to the main map so assume that you all were kind of like relatively in the center and you guys kind of went north to there some people went east to there and so walking up and around to the eastern side is literally going to take you you know a day or two to make it all the way around to the eastern side. Uh, west is not as difficult, uh, so like because you don't have to go up further and around. So it's kind of it's, it's it's sort of up to you. It's going to take time, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it might be more of let's take an hour or two just to kind of do a little pass in kind of the area that we're at, um, okay. and see if we can. Okay. I just I want to really stress that like it's a very 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 big shoreline on a very big yeah. lake. So, okay, I'm roll some dice. Uh, yeah, you uh, you spend an hour or two kind of moving down the western side, back up to the northern side. You find these high ground points where the ridge kind of goes higher. You climb up in a tree and you look out. Um, even at a certain point, when you get maybe two hours on the west, you know, south along the western edge. You can look out. You can even see the remnants of the islets out there kind of in the distance, like these sort of shadowy bumps on the far horizon. Uh, but you see no signs of uh, of any of the rafts uh, in the couple hours that you, uh, that you spent walking down. Now, the sun's much brighter at this point. More of the mist has burnt away. Um, the kid is still sort of fretting a bit, but you don't see anybody after a couple hours of just walking. This would take much longer to do a thorough search and I think getting this child up to a proper meal in Eskerdale. I really don't think we will be welcomed in Eskerdale. Do I don't know what the ifs, what they may take of it, but I do think sharing the information that we learned. So we have moved on with us in the in the boat. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, you're not in the boat. You guys are well, on land. I mean, he he was in the. Boat I was with expressly us told that you were a little bit away from the shore as you were moving around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Actually, <laughs> in a boat on shore, just, just, <laughs> just, just to be safe. <laughs> okay. Um. I think our best bet, if we want to speak with them in Eskerdale, is to have Mudan go in 
ask for Demelza to perhaps meet us in the cove. I, I see the wisdom in that. I can do this. Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. We should do that. Right. So Madan heads out. Uh, do you guys journey back with him, or do you continue exploring this? You know, along the western side of the sh- of the lake again, circumventing, circumnavigating the entire around the lake is literally yeah. days and days. Like if you're trying to go all the way around, it's going to be multiple days to go past around. We'll do like half day, just down the line, and we can make it okay. back by nightfall. Okay, so you continue to yeah. search for a little while more. Yeah, we'll tell Mudan to have her meet us after nightfall. Okay. Yeah, you continue to move south a bit, and you unfortunately still have no signs of any of the rafts on the western side of the of the lake. I think if we're once we have our discussion with her this evening, do we want to walk our way fully around or I think what do we think? I think we should check the eastern side. You know, the quickest way there and like hop on a boat and no. just cut across the world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and like as, like as Gilly, from point A to point B. Yeah. There you go. As Gilly says that she like you know briefly like rests her hand on like the shoulder of this child. She grabs your hand, pushes it off her shoulder, and just starts walking away, like walking north along the shore, still looking. Yeah. Okay. So. Do you return? You return to the cove where the elvish uh, boat was. Yes, that, that was the, the meeting point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nightfall comes. You head there, and you know you're you're there first, and it's a little while, maybe about an hour. Like you've been there, maybe you grab some food or some rest, and eventually, you hear the sounds of of, of foot you know footsteps coming down the sort of the vertical path that kind of the hidden path uh, and you can see first it's Mudan kind of carrying what looks like a, a torch and behind you can see Demelza as well uh, there are one or two others that are kind of coming along um, but you don't recognize like Reynald or anything like that it's Demelza it's Mudan and like one or two other allies as they step down and you can see a few of them have like what looks like bandages and poultices and they kind of spread out and try to help. And uh, Mudan says, I told them that you were injured as well. They they agreed to come lend aid to your wounds. This one, he points at Arrhenial, was bitching and moaning about her leg the whole way back. I figured this is the best thing to do. <laughs> Uh, and uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm sorry. I'm a bad person. Uh, but then Melza looks at you all, and she's like, she's got kind of a grave look on her face, and she says, "Udan uh, has told me some of what it is that you discovered on the islets." 
It worries me greatly. Is this true? Is what he said true? It is. And the amulet, yeah. Uh, you don't actually have the amulet, but you can tell, like uh, about how he, yeah, wanted to yeah. And she, she kind of gets this quizzical look. Yes, I remember this. I remember this. Reynold gifted to him. Reynold has for some time been trying to win my father's favor with gifts, with tasks. He is a accomplished and ambitious warrior. My father encouraged our union after he is gone. But I have resisted. I see that my instincts, perhaps, were speaking to me even then. But yes, I remember it. It was a small shard, like clouded glass, with a hole punched through so that a cord of leather could be tied off. My father liked these things, these stones. Things you would find around the lake, it pleased him. And he was all too willing to wear it. To be true, I do not know if he was ill before then, or after, or maybe it was more pronounced and easy to see. My memory plays tricks, and I was not vigilant for these issues during the winter, so I might be mistaken. But I know of the amulet. Yes. Do you still have it? I believe it was not on my father's when we wrapped him in shroud, which means it was taken. I was going to suggest if you thought that you wanted any additional um, reinforcement of what we've been told, if you had it, you could always offer it to him as something he should wear as he doted on your father. And you might say something as if he would have wanted him to have it and see what his reaction is. Yes. That would have been very useful. Unfortunately, I suspect he has taken it. Him or one of his allies. Mm -hmm. Whoever has taken it, wherever you could find it, that would be evidence at least of extreme disrespect to your chief to be stealing an amulet from him before he is cold at the height of disrespect. Uh, at the very least, that is something that he should be held accountable for. This is true. I worry from what Muldan has said. 
that going after Reynolds with nothing more than the testimony of a tortured spirit might prove difficult to sway the minds of those in my village. Regardless of testimony, if you find the amulet in his possession. This is true. But he has a gift with words. He twists them to his purpose. Worms his way into the confidence of others. I worry that will not be enough to convince a large enough population. Well, and I must admit, I am unsure how much more we can help you. I understand. This is not your concern. I would suspect if he is willing to go to such measures for his rise to power, he will likely make missteps that a keen-eyed observer would be able to note and point out to the others. So Mudan uh, sort of speaks up at this point uh, and he says, I told you this before, but I remember following Reynold in the dark some some weeks past I saw him conversing with others he engages in some sort of subterfuge I have asked others and he has he has left the village at night sometimes the guards of course let him go without a question he is Reynold. It is wrong for them to question. I wonder if perhaps he has accomplices or some other task outside of the village that might betray him. If the village does not know we've returned, we could wait outside perhaps find him as he's leaving. I have only told Demilza and her closest associates. No one else knows of your arrival. Um, did Mudan tell Demelza about his sister? What about? About how uh, she was speaking with um, Rhinal. Yeah, that's basically what he just talked about. Is that like, he, okay. yeah. that's how one of the reasons he kind of followed him a couple times and found his sister once and other people as well. Erebon would uh, turn back towards the group then and look at Arrhenius leg. We're wounded. We need to recover. Perhaps we should watch the village for a few nights while we rest. Perhaps uh, stragglers will find their way to us. I would be open to getting some rest here and if we can use our time for uh, observation and gathering more information this would be useful okay 
Is there mm-hmm. is there Good. a day that he normally leaves the village? Is there a pattern to it? Mm. I cannot say that I have followed him every night. And from what I have heard, most nights he leaves, carries something with him, a bag or such, and returns. It is almost every night, but I do not know if it is every night. Then we may not have to wait long to find what we seek. Yes, but your leg, I have heard, is quite terrible. I have been able to get some healing for it, and I I I have brought my friend here. This is Karsten. He's a very, very sharp axe. We can cut off your leg if you think it will aid you in life. I, 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 I appreciate that you are. Uh, it looks infected. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think Gilly here did an extraordinary job. Your dwarf Gilly. friend could cut down a tree and fashion you a wooden peg with which to affix to your leg. You are just. See these these ideas will will serve you well as you support the the leadership of this village. But I would prefer to keep my leg as as it is, wounded and all. If you want to keep it after we sever it, that is your business. But it will it will decay after some time. That, yes, that 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 would be um, quite 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 the mess. I I, I think we, it might be time for us to get to some some resting. But but thank you. Um. Gilly will move up to Demelza and uh uh you were you were right in saying that uh having the blood of the Dunedain on those islands uh caused great mayhem. Um I would just in the future, again, I know they might not listen, but that is a nameless thing out there. Uh, like, she sort of looks at you strangely. It's like, it was not I who made this prediction. It is, you are confusing me with the old crone, which sorely insults well, me, no. for I am a young, but she meant, she meant <laughs> vibrant like, woman. She meant more, in the sense of, like, Esperdale, like, collective prediction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. She looks at you, and she just sort of shakes her head and says, I will hope that perhaps if... And I do not mean disrespect. Perhaps once you leave, and once your people leave, perhaps the beast will return to slumber. Yeah. I do hope that this is the case for all of our sakes. If not, Eskadale is more then the huts that we have built, it is the people. And if it means we have to relocate, then so we shall. But that is a problem for us to contend with, not for you. So she pats you on the shoulder and she like kneels down to talk to you, uh, Gilly. And then she gets up and she motions to like Mudan and the others and they've left you some some you know basic food and things like that like resources uh bandages etc and they leave 
So, do you want to go looking for him tonight? Do you uh, want to rest? What do you want to do? Never mind. I don't know. If you got something before they leave, let me know. No, I was going to say that Mudan should stay, but he already went to the village. So they they would know he's back. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say he shouldn't go by himself, but he already did. So, it is what it is. I have I I told them that I told them that our journey was unsuccessful and you all have left fled cowards unwilling I mean, to when face when your leg hurts this bad you just got to go just you know seriously help. people died and you're just continuing to go on about your leg gosh i can see why the creature wants to kill you ranger folk <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a little seasick myself still. I know we've been on ground for a while now, but everything's still moving. All right. So do you want to go try to find him tonight or do you want to wait? Yes. Erebon would definitely uh, try to keep a watch. Yeah. Uh, Would you want to rest and recover? Yes, you do. You have uh, Leothor. Is her name? Leothor. She'll give you. Princess Leothor. I, I think she can stay in the boat. I'm sure General she's old Leothor. enough she can watch herself. Does she need a sitter? Like, how old is she? Seven, eight? She's fine. Something like that, yeah. That's like mm-hmm. 25. Do, do you not remember the horrific wargs that came in here? <laughs> what is wrong with you? But if I recall, they didn't jump up on the boat. They just sniffed oh, around. Oh, it did. It was up there. Do you not remember? <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Little girl. Little girl's like, I am not afraid of dogs. Little very one. well. Problem she solved. She looks over at Gilly, all proud when she says it. <laughs> and and Gilly looks at her. I am. You are indeed very brave. I do, I do believe and agree that with that. But um. Then it's settled. Last surviving so member of the Shadow Islets, I am. I mean, I hope, I hope not. We, I hope we find someone. They are dead, all of them. I am alone now. She gets very like dark. Wanders off. Sits she on the stands boat. in a corner with <laughs> with Arabon as he's like, "Do you want to listen to my chemical romance?" <laughs> She's just. You see, she gets a blade out. She just starts sharpening it against the stone. <laughs> it just dropped a new single. <laughs> so, we will, so do you, we will keep you safe, young one. God, we're terrible. Uh, all right, so you do want to go try to find, see if you can. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm gonna want two rolls. I'm gonna want one person leading a stealth roll. Uh, and we'll we'll use this for everybody, and then one person leading, uh, we'll call it an awareness roll as you're kind of hunting for any uh, signs of people leaving would, at night. Would I have gotten a short rest before those rolls? You could get a short rest if you wanted. That would be fantastic. So I got a prolonged rest is what you're saying. <laughs> Killing me. Oh, that's right. I'm wounded, so it doesn't do me any good. That's right. Okay. Floy is still 100% fine. Yes. Gilly, <laughs> would you prefer stealth or awareness or um, I could do either. I, I could stealth. do stealth. Okay. We're all, all right. stealthy. That's good. That's good. Good to know. Okay, so I'm going to awareness. 
That's good, because that was a terrible roll otherwise. <laughs> you two ones on that. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, you're good. Great success on awareness. Okay. So, we'll say that the stealth test, it, we'll, we'll cover all of you as, Floyd, you take a little bit of a lead, try to carefully move people out of the cove. You leave Leothor behind as she is sharpening knives in the corner, um, humming to herself. Uh, and you all head out into the darkness. Um, the awareness test is, is like you're, you're just trying, you, you have a better sense of where the village is now. So you kind of know where to, to hide, where to kind of keep out of potential sight of their lookouts that are up in the trees. And most of the night goes by very uneventful. You hear the distant sounds of, you know, wolves and wargs howling. You hear sounds of things skittering about in the trees. But at a certain point, Gilly, with your great success, you do in fact notice a light moving through the woods. And you kind of point out the floy. Floy, you follow, and you and you spy, and you can see that it is in fact Reynald. He has what looks to be some kind of pack over his shoulder. He's got what looks like a lantern out. You see him moving uh, down to the shoreline of the lake, and he's sort of moving along the edge of the sh- edge of the you know along the shore itself. You can see the small waves and kind of coming up, and he's climbing over top of what looks like rocks, and then he kind of almost disappears over what looks like a ridge. You, you swear he just sort of like fell down into water. You sneak up a little further. You kind of get up to the rocks. You peek out. And you can still see him kind of like hopping from like one big rock to another, sometimes sloshing about in the water, which goes up to what looks like his knees. You can see that he kind of pulls along the edge. And there's a bit of uh, not so much a... It's almost like a, not not quite a waterfall. It's kind of overstating it, but you do see what looks like a stream that's emptying out over the sides of one of the of the western wall of the uh, of this ridge line, and you see that he just plunges behind it and disappears. Trying to catch up to it, if possible. Okay. Uh, is everyone going? Yeah. Okay. So, again, I'm going to carry this. I'm going to carry the stealth test over. And so, what you see as you kind of get up, um, get up a little bit closer. I'm going to show you actually. Let me just. Ah. Sometimes, man. All right. I really just in the, in the back, just like. <laughs> okay so hopefully you should have popped on over let me change the vision settings really quick it's like they all reset like i had all of this tested and working perfectly and like everything reset all right there you go all right Hmm. so you move up and like right now you guys are kind of behind that like where the stream sort of empties over and like you're off here to the west you can see Reynald 
is uh, is sort of right on the edge of what looks like the water. You can see what looks like two people in Escardalian clothing, uh, who likely have, you know you're assuming have been here or whatever. And then you see two other individuals, both of whom seem to be somewhat worse for wear. Uh, one, uh, however, uh, is like moving about. This like large man with his big old bushy beard, and you can see like as the lantern of Reynald kind of shines, what looks like these sort of markings moving down one side of his face uh, and what looks like at the top of his arm, you know, where the, between where the, the shoulder pad of his, of his jerkin and the large bracelet or not, or the bracer, excuse me. Uh, you can see what looks like markings as well. Uh, that looks familiar. And at this distance, you would, you, you can't be a hundred percent sure it's ex- the exact same pattern, but it certainly looks like hill folk. And you definitely see there's another person on the ground, and as as you're watching, like Reynald is like says something to the Escardalians, and like he's kind of communicating with them. And they're talking. Um, who? Let's see. If you want, like, it's very it's very hard to hear because you can you got the sloshing around of the water, you've got the stream kind of coming down along the side. Um, roll a anybody who wants to can roll an awareness test to see if you can hear it, but it's going to be at a minus one penalty uh, because of the water coming down. <laughs> no. That's a failure. It's also an I.S. Sauron. Also oh. a failure for Erebon. Gosh darn it. I thought I couldn't lose anything. There's water. That's... All failed. Uh, yeah, it's just what too did you loud. say? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> underneath the water Um, you can't quite make out what they're saying Um, but then he walks over and he drops the pack in front of like this sort of the big bearded man and he just starts going through the pack and kind of pulling out a few things and you realize that much like Mudan and Demelza brought like these supplies to you like it seems like Reynald is kind of doing the same and he quickly starts kind of redoing a bandage on what looks like the leg of this uh, woman laying on the ground uh, like this other hill folk and they're there and they're kind of just talking right now so what do you guys want to do? Uh, I know it's very watery and everything is there any way I could try to stealth forward without being like completely in the open? Absolutely. Uh, any, any. So I'm no longer rolling that stealth test over that got you to this point. But if you wanted to get any closer, you would need to roll a stealth test. Uh, so it's basically looks relatively like we see on the map. Um, to the south, you can tell that is probably the best way to go. Like the southern side of the the cave, it's probably the best place to track. Would I be and able to use my useful item, my uh, cloak, to kind of blend into the side of the cave? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, this is a perfect situation for it. Very cool. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, uh, that's a success with an Eye of Sauron. Oh, my. Okay. Thanks. Uh-oh. You guys are okay still. You guys, you're getting closer to something bad happening with that. I am order thing, but you're good for now. Uh, okay, so you can go ahead and move yourself over to the east more if you want, Stephen, wherever you want Erebon to be. Um, and you've managed to get kind of that close. Um, 
and I'll say as you get over, you kind of hear the tail end a bit of like conversation between like Reynald and the escort aliens that were there. And like you hear something like, you know, the the outsiders, they've they've returned. Mudan is with them, but they have fled. We no longer have to worry as much. And so they're kind of you hear that. Like they're like you know they're talking about you. Um, and then he'll turn to like the bearded guy and he'll say, good news, you will be able to leave soon. Yes, I cannot keep these nightly travels up for much longer. People will grow suspicious. Plus, one, I need to ascend, hopefully, to chieftain of the village. The chieftain cannot be seen disappearing into night, making strange rendezvous. And like that, the Hilfa guy is just like, we will be. And they they kind of have that Russian, if you remember. Like, I I, I got to get my Russian again. One second. I am big farmer. Yes, we will be out of your hair soon. Wait, say soon. Saxons and Danes is a Russian. <laughs> it's so hard to do. Oh, no. I am big farmer. I am big farmer. I am. I'm trying. I'm just getting. I want to get. I want to get confident. In the I voice. love that you have the phrase that helps you sink into I the accent pharma. too. It's perfect. I am big pharma. What's my character's name in the in our Acton Cthulhu game? What's that character's name? I can't believe. Uh, I can't believe I completely forgot the name of that character. Ashley, help me. I'm old. I know that. I know that Gregor's the marmot. I can't think of your name though. Pavel. I'm. I am Pavel Voracek. Yes, Pavel and Gregor. Saxons and Danes killing each other. Oh my goodness! It is very bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I derailed you. It's very hard. Okay. So yeah. So anyway, that's what you kind of overhear as you get a little bit closer. Uh, I. I don't want to make any movements closer. Uh, we're obviously not in very good condition for fighting, except maybe Floyd. Uh, but I would That's like to hear. just try and stay reconning. See, uh, well, I'm going to make some hand signals over to Floyd and Arenial over there. Uh, see if they want to leave or not. Okay. Go, stay. What do you want to do? sure you guys see them at first it looks like he's flicking you off and you're like oh no he wants to know if we should go or stay uh I think we should go I'll say more we could wait for we could wait for Reynold to leave and see if the others also go cause it's just two injured hill folk so we want to reroute, see if Reynold misses us on the way out. And then we can jump yeah, the stuff out try, to see what they want. Yeah, we could try and hide. Or if we have to, go outside and hide and wait for him to leave and then re-enter. I'm going to start making my way back to the group. That sounds okay. good. So what's the plan? I think we'll back out for now and wait for Reynold to leave before okay, we... So Talk to these find it, folk, maybe. Find an ambush point somewhere along the way. Or we could just tell the Escardalians the hill folk are here and that, that them resolve too, yeah. themselves. If they did some, if you tell us they're leaving soon, I don't know how soon. I overheard that they will be uh, at least a night or two more. He said they will leave soon, but he made it seem as if they would not be leaving immediately. 
So what if we leave and then we bring Demelza on a group with us the next night and follow Reynald out? We could tell Demelza now and she could assemble her own group and apprehend these hill folk. All right, we should try to beat him back. Back to the villagers, back out. Uh, both. You want to go back to the village, but he has people there. That's and they believe we fled. So we can't. The longer that they believe that we're gone, the that's a benefit for us. Yeah, it's not like Airbond's idea of just letting DeMilza know as soon as possible. Right, so yeah, that's kind of what I was We should head out. Yeah. Okay, we're leaving the cave. Regroup at the Elvish boat. Okay. All of you, you're just leaving? We're leaving, Jeff, but we're not, we're not like ambushing Reniel or something? Did you see this that Reniel had? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, me and, so me and my seven endurance is not up for Okay, it. so everyone is completely leaving. And you're going back to your cove. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, like my, my preference would be to like, inform Demelza so that she could catch him coming back and immediately come out. But that would mean going to the village and at least plan a safe way to do that. Just this is Ashley out of character. I think we should wait for him to leave and see who's left. And then we'll come back in. If it's just the hill folk, we should try and capture them and then take them to the cave with us and then interrogate them as needed when Demelza comes in the morning. And then we can have an ambush where we're waiting here in the cave with Demelza's people when Reynold comes at night. If we cause any hostility without Demelza with us, that could, and it went awry that could cause a very precarious situation back in the village. It could give Reinald uh, the upper hand in securing his position. I think that it is a strategic plan, Gilly, to at least try to apprehend these folks because I, I don't know. Um, they seem to be injured. It seems like we may be able to overpower them. I, I do think that is strategic play to benefit to Melza and Eskardale. We can hope Erebon and our abilities that things will go as planned. If nothing Very else, well. it will be us. And yeah, and I mean, the we outsiders can... who continue to interfere. We can, we don't have to engage. We can just peek back in after he leaves to see who's left and if we want to. I start leaving. Yeah, we're definitely leaving the cave right now. Yeah, Okay. before he leaves. Since Erebon's walking through water, I feel like we should roll a check for him to see if he falls and stabs himself on a rock. Oh, God. <laughs> I would fail uh, automatically. Just give me the damage. I'll roll over your stealth that you use to approach uh, and just sort of work your way back and you kind of hide at a perch and you watch and it's, you know, half an hour later. So you see uh, Reynald uh, kind of hopping back and moving and you see uh, it looks like what what would the best situation? So what, what's the ideal situation for you all and what's the worst case scenario like for right now? Is it is it best case for them 
for like the, for the Escardalians to leave with Reynald, or is it or is it worst case for them to leave? Pretty much best case if they leave and don't notice this at all. Okay, like all all yeah. So like what you do see, I roll more Gandalfs than <laughs> all of you combined. It's like not even close. You do see that Reynald and the two Escardalians, one of whom, as you walk by, you realize is Suko, the guy who was messing around Floyd with your with your axe. Uh, and the three of them walk past. Uh, and that means that the hill folk are left by themselves. And you wish to apprehend the hill folk now? And Gilly's like, well, we wait until they're, they're back to the village. So if they yell, they can't hear them. But Reinald could just pretend that he had no association with them. Yeah, makes I sense. Just... We'd leave him be and have him caught in the air. Well, I mean, the way that I meant for him to be caught is for him to come back to the cave, but Demel's is there already in the cave. In the middle of the night. There may be something in the bag of... I mean, not that it's anything specific, but they... He did drop off a bag to them. That it, if was we them it was supplies. It was yeah, food. Yeah, it was just like food, food and stuff. Food and 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 stuff like that. Same thing for... It was the same thing that they brought you. For us. Okay. I mean, this is the choice. Are we getting into a fight and bonking Reynold on the head and trying to capture them before they get back. It doesn't really make any sense. So then you guys want to do tomorrow then? I think we should have the assistance of some of the villagers. Okay. Just to give us a bit more authority. So it sounds like we're going back to the cave and waiting for okay. Demelza in the morning. <laughs> okay. This you is funny because I'm like, well, I'm just like, what's the ideal situation for you guys? And you're like this. I'm like, okay, well, that's what happens. And you're like, okay, well, we're going to go back to our cave then. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. So we're not doing the ideal situation is that... information. Ideal situation is that Reinald is immediately apparent as a traitor. Demelza and fifty other hill f- or villagers show up and apprehend the hill folk. Oh god! Okay, so you so guys we're ret- not. I so we're know. not team doing anything with the hill folk. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what you all just say. I, you just said you went back to your cave. I, I I don't know what's going on. I I'm not trying to like say absolutely not. That's uh, just what Erebon thinks. It'd be better to have one of the villagers with us. If you guys want to do it, let's do it. So far, it only sounds like I wanted to do it. So I'm outvoted. I'm up for doing it. I just know that I only have seven endurance, but I'm it's up a for 50-50 it. It's a 50-50 split. All right, Airbond, you head back. We'll handle this. <laughs> Fair, enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and by back, he means to Linden. <laughs> <laughs> by back, he means to He's the going. bottom of the lake. <laughs> All right. So go back to that, that island that nearly killed you. All right. So... Are you guys going back into the cove to confront these hill folk, or are you going back to? Sounds like we're getting some hill folk. The elvish boat and the ranger child. The kid's fine. Yeah, the, my original intention was to get 
raid all of those guys out just so we can encounter these hill folk and see what they're up about. Okay. I mean that's that and that is what happened. They they did leave, and so it's just the hill folk in there right now. So I'm gonna go in and whoever okay. wants to come. Feel free. All right. Do you do you go in stealthily or do you just go in like I'm a dwarf. Absolutely stealthily for me. I don't okay, know let's what Floyd's doing. Okay. Might oh, Leroy yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe we Anybody? can like eavesdrop for a little bit or something. Reniel, could you draw another one of your uh, battle maps for us? Get some uh, <laughs> sand drawings and some stones moving around for us. I've got two stones where they are, and I've got three stones where we are. Okay. <laughs> Just twig is their boat. <laughs> so anybody who's stealthy, anybody who's stealthing back, and go ahead and roll stealth test. Oh, if you're hanging gonna... back because you don't want to stealth and you just want to hang back by the entrance, that's fine. But if you're yes, trying to get any gonna... closer than that, roll stealth. Can I still get my bonus die? Absolutely. Wait, I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't failed. roll. I didn't roll stealth. Somebody rolled for me. Uh, I think that was Floy accidentally. Yeah, Floy. Rolling. Oh, okay. It's his art. Yeah. So go ahead and roll. Yeah. Go by your character. Okay. I rolled a twenty-eight, but it was only one success. Okay. That is a really high roll. I wonder about about that. Uh, So, Arrhenio, I'm waiting on your roll. Or are you just hanging back? I was hanging back. Okay. So that leg, you know, she can't move as fast. Erebon, you take the lead. You go back to where you you came on the eastern side. Meanwhile, Floy and Gilly try to follow you. But as they're sloshing through the water it's a little bit more difficult for them because they're much shorter than you and you watch as both gilly and floyd kind of lose their balance a bit and slosh around as they get close to this this sort of central uh rock formation and you know one or the other either yelps or like they or part of their armor or a weapon grinds down the stone and you hear and erebon they don't see you uh, and I'll say, Arrhenil, they don't see you because you hung way in the back, but they do, in fact, see this dwarf and hobbit flopping around in, in the water in the middle, and you see the big bearded guy kind of stand up. You see he gets out this big old, like, what looks like a mace or an axe, and he says, I am Big Farma, I am Big Farma. Who are you? What do you want? And he's got, like, this big old axe brandished, if you come closer and try to steal from us this, I will cut you in two. We don't want anything. We've just shipwrecked and landed in this cove. I see no ship here. Exactly. Obviously, that horrible creature out in the water. This place is ours. You must find another. I will not tell you again. Uh, we'll keep him busy while Reniel's... Not Reniel. Uh, Airborn. And the Reynold make moves, I guess. While Erebon cowers in the shadows on the <laughs> eastern side doing nothing. So yeah. So he's so this guy kind of steps up uh up to the edge. Like you will leave now. Dwarf, I will make you two heads shorter. We're a bit waterlogged. We just rest for a bit. You cannot leave now! This is your last warning. Um Gilly's ranged anyways, so she'll be like, oh, okay, okay, and she's going to start heading back towards uh, Arrhenial. Okay. Erebon, what are you doing? 
cowering in the shadows. Uh, I uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm hesitating is what Erebon's doing. He okay. doesn't know if he should rush forward. He doesn't know if he should stay put. He's going to just yeah. stay put because he doesn't know what to do. I'm going to keep as, walking in, disregarding his... Yeah, and, and as he you're walking towards him... him Oh, wait. As you're walking towards him, the the Hilfa guy begins to sort of tromp down at the water. You should have taken the same tactic as your small friend, dwarf. Now, I will take that beard. And he comes, like, he like lifts up his weapon and he comes sort of like, uh, What do you do, Floy? I'm going to go toe-in-toe with him here. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so let's do... Well, that's happening would i yeah. be able to sneak around without being seen or would it put me in line of sight um he's pretty distracted uh you're trying to sneak around to get like to the other to one, the one in the back yeah um i would say on your turn like if we go into a, an yeah, initiative order you can do you can roll a test on your turn and see if you do it let's go into combat all right so we're in initiative uh as he's this 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 water is not so so deep as to really impede your movement too much. It's a little bit annoying more than anything. Uh, but go ahead and I'm gonna say opening volleys can happen now if they want. So uh, if somebody wants to do an opening volley, they can. As this guy, as like Floyd, as you're coming towards him, if you want, you just let me know. Uh, no volley. Okay, so Floyd, no. Uh, what about you, uh, Gilly? What about you, Arineal in the back? As you see, like, Floyd and this big guy are starting to kind of charge at one another a bit. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As you turn around and you see your boy about to go toe-to-toe with a really big <laughs> dude. Yeah. You pull your yeah, bow out. Gilly. Okay. Gilly will shoot. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'd like to use a fellowship point. Well, too freaking bad uh, <laughs> to get uh, to what? To get uh, favored. 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 Yeah, go yeah. for it. Two left. Oh, no. Failure. I don't uh, think I clicked that right, but okay. Okay, so he will, you hear him shout. Okay, I am big pharma. Treachery, big little one. Ugh. I will, I will come for you when I am done with your hairy dwarf in front. Uh, and he says it like with great amounts of, uh, of of anger. So that was opening volley. Uh, Arineal, you said no. Yes, I will. You will. Okay. Yeah. That's failure. So another another like arrow goes flying and it kind of misses him and smashes against the wall behind and you see his eyes get really wide we are ambushed you are thieves you will not have these see I'm switching between the voices it's so hard to switch between those two yeah it's really hard all right let's go to uh round one set your stances what to go into defensive here coward <laughs> Um. Okay. So, uh, so, back. Okay. So, can you do an enhearten roll, Mel? 
Um, or should I do it? I think you're better at it. I've got... Um, are you weary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you and I are both weary. I've got 14 and 2 for my TN. And I've got 2 in Inherton. Uh, I have 2 and my TN is 16 for an oh, okay. Alright, then I can do it. Okay, cool. Alright, so obviously I think Floyd and this Hillfolk guy will be assigned to one another. The two of you, uh, Gilly and Arineal are staying back, which means I think Erebon, you are assigning yourself to the one in the back. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I think that all checks out. I think that's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's get it up. Floy or Erebon, uh, whichever one of you wants to go first. You're both in defensive stance. What would you like to do? Go ahead, Floy. Yeah, I'll just get nice and close. Start swinging away. Yeah, you charge in on him. Sure. Go ahead and move yourself up, and yeah, make your attack. You come charging uh, in. Let's fail. Yeah, you go charging in. You go to swing, and at the last second, you see him just bring the haft of this very large axe up, and like you hear the as like your 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 swing just manages to kind of catch the haft of like this metal axe. Uh, and he blocks. He's like, haha, not today, dwarf. Uh, Erebon. Well. You're up. Yeah, uh, Erebon one and a half. is kind of giving up hope of catching this person in the back off guard. You know, with the him calling out ambush, they'd definitely be on alert. So I'm just going to move forward a little bit more swiftly, uh, okay. not as stealthily. Uh Hopefully they still don't expect me, but I, I don't think I'll be able to get to them before they actually put up a fight. You what know, I'll say uh, is, because you're kind of coming from a position of stealth, take a bonus die on this first, uh, whatever action you take on this, you know, whatever action roll, whether it's an attack roll or an what action. What a legend. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to just great spear. Okay. Go ahead and attack uh, the I poor injured person though. that's nearly dead. Uh. Is it possible to do non-lethal damage? Like, how, yeah, how does that work? It's very... So, like, the, the whole idea of reducing somebody to zero endurance or doing enough wounds, like, when it comes to NPCs, like, it's very much like Loremaster can make the decision whether or not they die. So if you're specifically telling me that you're trying to, like... I'd like to flip my spear around and just use the blunt yeah. end. I and think that makes try perfect to sense. knock him out yeah. if possible. Absolutely. I think that makes perfect sense. Okay. So With you swing down. Uh, five damage will be not be enough to knock them out, but they will have to make a protection roll. So this is the rover uh, against 16. Okay. They are, in fact, knocked out. As they fail their test, as you you come up from behind, what looks like a handful of like debris and crates and things like that that are just here, some of it's waterlogged, probably just washed up here. And you leap out, you kind of sneak behind this bearded guy, and as this woman is going to get up, looking like she's getting into the fight, you just flip your spear and just right in the face, side of the head, and she just crumples to the ground with like a. Uh, it, is it too much if I yelled out to the guy? Uh, 
just with a flourish of my spear, putting the uh, blade back down towards the ground. Surrender or she dies. Uh, sure. Why don't you roll? If that's too much for my action, it's fine. Though. Do some awe. No. That's, yeah, I mean, I'll take awe. That sounds good. Roll an awe test. Yeah, because I'm so good at that. <laughs> or like a battle or? Nah, it wouldn't be battle. Oh, <laughs> you just barely. Just okay. barely. He looks at he looks down he's so he's got this axe up ready to like bring it right down on top of Floyd's head. He looks behind Floyd to where Arineal and Gilly are, and then he hears Erebon shout. He turns around and your spearhead is right to her face as she is down on the ground in the throat. And he he like hesitates and he's and he just lets the axe go and it splashes down into the water do not kill her she has we have done nothing to you take what you want we have very little come on now let's have a nice chat is this is this how one broaches a chat It is when you're dealing with hillfolk. He kind of like stares. I don't know you, elf. I don't know you, dwarf. I know nothing of you. We want to live peacefully. That is all. Depends what you let us know. We want to know what you're doing with Reynold. That's for aliens. That one. He brought us supplies, that is all. He has aided us, that is all. In exchange for what? In exchange? We were treasure hunting, and we would give over some of what we found. That is it. If treasure is what you want, we have more. Look there! And he points, like, over towards you, Erebon, like there's, like, a a sack on the ground there. We may take it. We care it not is... for your money. We are not here to rob you. I, I, I kind of care. <laughs> <laughs> he has, Lily, perhaps he has... you could bind his hands. For, for what reason and under what right do you have to do this to us? The right of might. If you go along, we will not take your life. I will not rob you either. But we need you as a witness, and I cannot trust you. As a witness. Ugh. You cannot trust me. You all come here. You'll sneak and skulk around in shadows. Cruel elf. These two. Fire! I have done nothing. We have done nothing, and you attack. We warn you away, and now you attack. I will... <laughs> he just spits in the direction of Erebon. What Ever was... so slowly move my spear a bit closer to the, the woman on the ground. Ugh. Have a seat, sir. What was so Mundan's he... sister's name again? Rimdal. Uh, that's when Gilly will pop up and be like, Where is Rimdal? She assisted... She led you... To the islands? 
Yes, the scout. Yes, she is dead. As what all happened to her? Most of my people. The winter. It was. It was cold by the ruins. There were creatures in the water. The dead. They swim in the shadows where the ruins sit. Some grabbed our people and brought them into the depths. Rimdal was among them. Are you happy? We lost several of our people. We have told this to Reynold. What have you given Reynold? Some of our findings, that is all. Which, which treasures was he after? None in particular. Just artifacts soaked in sodden, covered in grime, our blood on them from their retrieval. It was not easy. But if it means we survive, if it means my wife, that this one now holds a blade to can survive, then so be it. He may take what he has. It is good that you wish to survive. Sit down, let us bind your hands, and you will survive, so will your wife. I will tell you this, Elf. If you do not remove that spearhead from her throat, I will remove your throat from your body. This is a promise, not a threat. Uh, I will flip my spear around uh, so that the the blunt end is towards the ground and the spear is face up again. And he'll take a couple steps and he'll sit on one of like the rocks near here. Who are you working uh, for? Sorry. Uh, I'll I'll take a knife while they're talking and cut a little bit off my cloak just to bind the hands of the woman next to me. Hmm. As you're doing so, you see an awful wound. Like, you can see that as you're kind of binding her hands, like her whole arm looks to be infected. There's these puncture wounds along her arm and along her side. And you can tell as you're as you're, she's pale, very cold. She's whatever whatever wound she has, they are clearly infected and likely killing her. Um, Floyd, what were you gonna say? I was asking who he's working for. Who I am working for? I work for myself. I work for my clan. I work for my people. Who do you work for, dwarf? Was this your whole? Cl- and as Gilly's gonna start approaching the woman. Was this your whole clan who went on this excursion with you? No. These were just some of the brave. Those willing to brave the winter and to move across the ice of this lake. Not all were. Some have remained to the north. Are you your clan leader? I am not. Who leads you? Why do you want to know? I could give you a name. You would not know it. Why do you care? Uh, I mean, 
I'm interested in your history. It's often portrayed terribly and unfavorably to you. It is. History is written by those who have committed atrocities and wish to make it seem as though they have not. It is written by those who want to shape the story to their benefit and to scapegoat those who perhaps made questionable choices. For too long we have lived in the shadows of the terrible decisions of our ancestors, but should that stain our present? I think not. Should the decisions of your grandfather or your great-grandmother carry down and affect what you do today? No, it should not. Do you do you mind if I what what wounded your wife? A creature from the deep. Part part spirit, part person. Part Ugh. it was some sort of some sort of wraith that swam beneath the waves, beneath the ice. It was vicious. There were dozens of them. And Gilly's gonna motion towards her pack and pull out, like, maybe like a satchel of like healing items and like bandages. Do you do you mind if if I look at it? He looks at you. He looks at Arabon. We mean elf- no harm. And he looks down at his his wife and he says, The welt on the side of my wife's face says otherwise. The arrows on the ground that were shot astray but were meant for me say otherwise, elf. Arrhenia will kind of pop out of the back. You have found yourself in the middle of a local issue as have we at this point we care not for this village the one called Reinald offered us trade a scout for a share And that is what we agreed upon. And when we returned, far fewer in number. He took, he took not just his share, but others. And used that as leverage against healing for her. We had another with us who made the journey south, or excuse me, north. He passed. So do what you will. Ransack what it is. Ask your questions. But leave us be. We have done you nothing. No harm. I uh, see to treasures. Clarif- Go ahead. To clarify what Erebon heard during their meeting with Reinald, was it that 
that Reinald didn't have to worry about us, or was it the hill folk that didn't have to worry about us? Both. Then I follow that up. I wonder why you'd have to worry about us still being in the area. Because just look at what you have done here. He said that you all are cursed, that you have uh, brought evil to these lands, and that you can cause all sorts of terrible doom. This is what he meant. Uh, go ahead and roll while I switch out my headphones here, because we're at that time of the night. Go ahead and roll... I'll take like, hmm. Does anyone have insight in this riddle. situation? Uh, riddle, I think is, is, is yeah, okay. I'll take riddle. I think that probably makes most sense. And I'm gonna switch out my, my things. Yeah, I'm curious if you guys have insight for any of this because I am not built for interrogation. I don't think there's an insight skill. There no. is, yeah, it's, it's hard. If I remember correctly, isn't anything that specifically lets you know if they're lying or not? I could be under heart. You can like see their eyes or something. I don't know the, the definition for one ring, but there is an insight skill. Yeah. Is there? Right. Okay. So, I got yeah. great success on Riddle. Oh, there is an insight. Yeah, I'll take an insight too if you prefer. Sorry, my bad. We play a lot of games. Leave me alone. Yeah, we do. <laughs> he got great success though. That's pretty great. Uh, yeah, he represents the ability to recognize the hidden thoughts and beliefs of people. Yeah, you can tell he's he's definitely being super cagey. He is most mm -hmm. certainly not telling you everything. And uh, yeah, there's there's really like although what he everything he's saying, everything that's coming out of what he's saying, there's a truth to it. But you can tell that he is like there's like an anger seething behind his eyes, and that he is keeping something very clearly from you. Uh, do we have his hands bound yet? Yes. Floyd, Irenial, Gilly, do you believe that you could keep this situation contained while I go fetch Demelza? Yes. Uh, we can guarantee their safety. We mean no harm to them. We're just caught up in, in a political situation. And see if um, we can meet eye to eye here. We can work it out. Mm-hmm. Araniel, do you want to assist me with making a heal? Of course. Do you mind spending a hope? Uh... <laughs> do you have any to spend? If That's not. a whole different subject. I, I can spend it. It will make me miserable. Well, that might not be worth it. It's up to you. Um, I can go ahead and turn it into a scar now. Up to you. And what would that put you at? Three? Two. Oh, okay. So, oh, I will clear out my temporary and take a scar. Okay. I'm and I'm going to slink back by. towards the village while they're doing sure. that. Yeah. Extraordinary success. Wow, even with a one? You have, why do you have six dice, dear God? Because I get two from the um, 
pearl. Whatchamacallit, the pearl? Yeah. And then she, I'm her focus, so I get two from her. Oh, uh, okay. Look All right. you go. So is that, that was on the woman? Yeah, the woman. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you you probably stel- staved off death to a degree, uh, but what this reminds you of probably most uh, is when Floy nearly perished mm-hmm. in the bog. Like, he was said that horrible, infected, sort of a wound bite, and then it was even worse as you were slogging through the bog, and it was just sort of this constant touch and go, nearly nearly dying along the way. Uh, but you is think you poisoned? Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. So Gilly, Gilly will tell him that uh, I've I've seen a wound similar to this. She's she's poisoned by that creature. Uh, no, not by the creature. You can tell. Oh, yeah, she's just poisoned. No, okay. No, yeah, but she's she's poisoned. But you can tell. Like I mean, all the wounds from the the doom thing that you were fighting, none of it was poisoned. Gotcha. Uh, so it's something different. You guys never actually made it to the ruins, so you didn't yeah. get to encounter those yeah, things. Yeah. Not that I had stuff set up there to kill you with. Oh, I'm sure. No, you would never. So, um, yeah, so, so yeah, he, he looks at you, and you can see the slight softening to his face. He's still very angry, and, I mean, Erebon leaving helps, um, but he's still sort of staring at, at the dwarf and Erenial, and you also kind of get the sense gilly that he's doing some mental calculus right now and mm-hmm. with one fewer person yeah like you feel like you kind of have a caged angry dog right here who's just trying to behave uh, but there is like even you know he's softened a little bit at you helping but you're not yeah. sure yet yeah so what do you guys want to do here Oh, let's see. You being allied with the Reynold and his upcoming to power here, he has a way with the words. Or if he's fed and told you, do you fear him at all? <laughs> that one. I could train him in two. <laughs> Please. They say he is some sort of warrior, but I think not. He is. Uh, <laughs> he is no match for me. What the hell? Sorry, my phone is going off. Excuse me, one sec. <laughs> Makes no sense. He puts it away. Um, so yeah, he, yeah. he kind of shrugs. Dwarf. I have done nothing to you. I thank you for helping my wife, but include us no longer on your plans. Our home is far from here. I would like to return her to it. If that is okay with you all. Of course you can. But kind of holds his arms up where like Erebon bound. Could you speak to others of the city uh, the the village before you leave? If I must. Reynold used one of the artifacts to murder a man in the village. In his pursuit to rise rise to power. Did you perhaps retrieve 
Could you explain what artifacts you retrieved for him? We did not retrieve anything for him. We were merely searching ruins for treasures. Look at this one, he nods towards Floy. You know, you have the look. That is all. And we said for aid of a local scout that we would give him a percentage. That is all. That is all we have agreed to. Have you worked with them since before winter? <laughs> no. Well, yes, before winter. We arrived shortly before winter. We have heard that travel to the ruins is easiest during the winter when the ice freezes over. Just to, I'm trying to recall the discussion from um, the discussion with the wraith about the artifact because the um, he had been involved in Reinald getting the necklace, the shard that was made into a necklace, if I remember correctly. Reinald got it from the yeah the the, the wraith. Right, that's what I thought. Okay, I do believe that Reinald originally intended to betray you. The scout was supposed to take you to a different island. There was a wraith that wanted company for the rest of his days. You see him just like, what the one I know nothing of this. We wanted to journey to the ruins south of the lake. That is where we are gone. That is where the city of men once stood. And beneath the waters is where the riches can be found. Oh, I I agree. That's where we also wanted to originally go, but then we learned of his his treachery. I'm not really sure what you're asking him. So So what Gilly's implying was that because uh Reinald uh promised the Wraith that he'd have company. So Gilly's implying that originally the scout was supposed to take them to that island as like a sacrifice. Oh, um, I mean, he just sort of shrugs like, I know nothing of this, this island. This is not my concern. We passed them, yes. Then we left. Those of us that could. I know nothing of alternative plans. Again, he's holding back mm-hmm. considerably. Yep. It's just, We're it's just, just kind of yeah. passing time, I think, yeah. until uh, yeah. Erebon gets back. It just feels like you're. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if like you guys are just killing time. If you're just like, you know, if you're asking the right, like you just the things you're asking questions about. Like you get this sense that he's not lying about the like stuff with Reinald, but like, like he's he's certainly got other stories. You know, so remember who is is a hillfolk guy, right? So, but. Mm-hmm. But like the idea of like this, like you guys are focusing so heavily on the Reinald stuff, he just sort of shrugs it off. He's like, I, I've told you several times now, we wanted a scout. He offered one for a percentage. We accepted. This is not unheard of. You can talk about politics all you want. I care not about this village or its politics, its leaders or not. I do not care. I had a mission. I came. We recovered some of what we were meant to recover, and the creatures tore us away. 
And now I want to return to my lands with my wife. That is all. I don't want to name drop Lottie until until Erebon's back. Yeah, Erenil's kind of in the same place of like kind of wanting to poke around that. Um, so maybe we'll just go for it. So Erenil in a maybe kind of a side conversation to Gilly. Um, might just say like, oh, well, I suppose he and Lottie haven't crossed paths then, I suppose. And just kind of keeping an eye on him. Like, well... You say that? that? Oh, yeah. He, you you definitely can tell he twitches. He doesn't, he doesn't like bite at it, but you can tell... Like at the mention of lot of of lot, he kind of shifts his eyes over towards you. His head kind of quicks, and then he quickly tries to cover it back up. And so I'll just keep whatever fake conversation I was having with Gilly, and just you know, kind of nod at her that we kind of saw that reaction. And Irene will just kind of look over to Floy, see what Floy's been up to. What has Floy been up to? Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty much believe him here with this Reinald situation. Like, I'm just trying to find some sort of. I don't know. I was hoping to find something else out. I just don't know what it was. Maybe we just do tackle the Lottie situation. Okay. See if they're headed to the ruins for a certain situation. For a reason, what other you, than treasure hunting. What do you say? Uh, you know you're at Hillfolk and all, and we've been in a f- fair deal with them. Uh, do you associate or allied with Lottie in any way? How do you know that name? We've come across her. Also, searching runes. She is the head of our clan. That is all. A very powerful woman. More powerful than you, dwarf. More powerful than I. And do you work for her at all? Do I work for her? This is not some business. We are family. We are clan. We work for each other. We work for the benefit of all our people. Has she been in the area recently? No. No. This is where we journeyed. She has other tasks. What artifact did Lottie want from here? Whatever we could find. And so we found some. Scavenger's rights. You can tell he's kind of like... He's getting a little little uneasy. He doesn't really like this line of questioning. He's kind of getting a little shifty. So they're the same clan as those earlier hillfolk people we met it's what it no. sounds like no no Her. not the ones that you were friend that you befriended no yeah oh, okay. but the ones Mm-mm. yeah 
so speaking of, <gasps> and that kind of came from chat. Um, so in, in your, we were earlier um, searching for for Geldor. Geldor. He thinks about it. You were searching for. Did you find this Geldor? No, but he wanted to join your clan. <laughs> well, Lord, he is uh, very charismatic. Joining with power seems to uh, seems to be very popular amongst those of our people. Strength is what attracts us. And strength, this is what binds us. And so, this boy was wise enough to see strength when it was faced in front of him. Um, does he look like any of the people that we encountered at Oswald's? Like, aside from just being, like, hill folk? Um... No, I, I do think you guys are looking for, like, some sort of, like, it's it's not, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm playing this wrong, but, like, it, I feel like you guys are reaching for stuff that's just too specific um, and too sort of coincident. I mean, he's, he's, he's very clearly one of Lottie's people. Yeah. You know what Lottie's doing, but in terms of, like, like, hey, it's the guy who punched, you know, Oswald or, you know, like, I don't know, maybe there's some overthinking going on. Um, but we'll kick it over to Erebon for a few. Um, Erebon, you want to try to sneak into and, and find somebody, or do you want to just kind of boldly go inside? Uh, probably sneak in at first. Stealth test, man. Bonus tie? For your cloak, yeah, that's fine. Ooh, Gandalf, extraordinary success. Wow. My luck's really turned around the last okay. uh, third yeah. of the session. Yeah. It really has. Yeah, you sneak in, and who are you looking for? Demelza. Demelza. Am I saying that right? Demelza, Demelza. yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know where her, you know, her father's home was on the hill, so you go and you kind of sneak up. And again, it's, it's at night, so you're kind of bypassing different folks, but you do, in fact, reach it. You can quietly get inside can see that mudan is here as well and he's kind of by the fire kind of snoring away a bit um but you make it inside you find the melza we'll kind of gloss over the greetings and stuff but yeah she is here uh what do you say find your closest allies and those in this village that you need to convince to trust you and come with me michael you want to do you want me to bring my closest. We have the evidence against Reinald. Understood. Uh, and so, like, she, she like wakes up Mudan, and she starts like calling out specific names: "Fetch this person, fetch this person," that kind of thing. And she looks at you, and she's like, "Where do we go, Elf?" Uh, I'll I'll tell her like the general vicinity, okay. but then I obviously want to lead her if I can. Okay. Um, and we'll say just to sort of move things along that the you're able to like kind of group a few folks together. You notice like 
you recognize a couple of the people. You see the the guard Errol, who is kind of being very kind to your spear. You see the old woman Corliss, the crone, is amongst this like group of people and a few other uh, a few others that kind of came and aided you in the cave. And like she kind of pieces, you know, like you kind of come together and like it's hard to kind of keep this amount of people like stealthy, but you have a group of people. Um, yeah. Uh, as soon as we get people that can be trusted, like ready to go, like it, stealth doesn't matter after the initial gathering, I don't think. Okay. So I would say that we can uh, just take them to the cave and okay. then they can interrogate the witnesses as they see fit. Okay. Without so, Reinald interfering. Yeah. So you guys, so yeah, you go ahead and you get them together and you start leaving. Like there's kind of a, it gets a little odd when you start going out the main gate and you like you encounter the guards, guards kind of, give a strange look but Demelza like immediately steps in and it's not a thing and, and definitely since it's not being done stealthily like word will get around it is a, it is nighttime so it'll probably get around slower you know but like there's definitely a buzz that's beginning to to kind of grow within the village as you're leaving and different folks are kind of kind of curious when you kind of begin your way back um back in the cave um you have some time left before the cavalry arrives. So if there's anything else that you wanted to ask, now is the time. If there's anything else you wanted to do, now is the time. It's kind of up to you all. I mean, I think we've done what we can for healing. I think investigation and healing with the, with the wife. Um, and I, I don't think we'd really know what else we want to try and like get out of him. Yeah, I don't. There's there's nothing that's coming to mind at the moment that we haven't already asked him about. Okay. All right. Uh, so then we'll just flash forward or just move forward, and eventually, uh, as you're kind of sitting around in sort of relative silence for a bit, um, kind of staring at each other, you can tell kind of a smirk every now and then growing on this guy's beneath his beard. But you see Erebon kind of push through the, the stream that's falling down, you know, the small little waterfall here and a couple of the others as well. And you see like this group of people, including Demelza, including the old woman Corliss, including some of other folks that you recognize, some of whom allied with you all, some of whom didn't, Corliss among them. Uh, so, yeah, what do you guys do? Let them know we found him with Reinald. Let's just tell him what we've gotten out of him so far. Okay. Yeah, Gilly will just go over, you know, about how Reinald uh, superseded Morvan's orders to not help the hill folk and suggested that Mudan's sister guide them. Mm -hmm. And in the process of doing that, she perished. And that... And, and when Mudan hears that, he gets very upset almost you could see him go for a weapon almost as if he's gonna like go after one of these hill folk but there's enough mm -hmm. people to prevent that from happening and and gilly will imply that more so that that's um reinald's fault uh for even agreeing to send her on that on his own orders mm -hmm. um and who is he to supersede morvan when he was still in charge so while this is going on, this like testimony, like the the guy, the bearded guy, like he confirms 
pretty much what you're saying. Like we we came, Reinald agreed to help, and you know he, he kind of confirms everything. He doesn't seem to have any trouble admitting to that. Other people begin starting to show up every now and then, and the, the this cove here gets fuller and fuller as like more stragglers are kind of coming up and f- kind of following this and you see like a few other faces that you recognize from within the village and like this weird kind of trial testimony kind of happens over the course of like an hour as you recount you know you recount the story the, the this this hill folk person recounts the stories and you can tell that there's like a groundswell that's beginning to form with Demelza at the head uh, and like they're like at, at a certain point the conversation shifts to like what are they going to do like what are they going to do with him and so and so it's less about like if they're going to do something it's just a question about what and so after some time has passed you can see that the crowd begins to sort of start to retreat start moving back groups of people Melza hangs back, Midan hangs back, you know, but it seems at the very least that like the villagers have, have sort of got on the similar page that Reynald is not the ally that he has sort of presented himself as and has certainly kind of lost the will of the people, so to speak. Um, it's a question whether or not you guys want to follow them to go back and see what happens. Like you, you, you can, you don't have to, it's sort of up to you what you want to do. And then the other question is, what do you want to do with these hillfolk people? Erebon did promise they would live, so he would make sure that they go. Yeah, Gilly just wants to make sure we leave like safely and leave them. Maybe we help them out of here, because I don't know if the fallback with the rain will mm-hmm. come back at all. But he did say he can cut them down, so it's like maybe he handles himself. If he can, we can just leave. So yeah, it's entirely up to you guys. Like you, you've certainly swayed like with the testimony and the stories enough of the village that you 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 think that Reynald has come up and coming his way. Whether you want to be there to dish it out is entirely up to you. Like it's still going to be at the you know it's still going to be the village's behest. Like what happens? Like they decide his fate. So if you want to be there for it, you can. Otherwise, like you know, you don't have to follow. Us being there may make things worse, though. It's your call. I think yeah. we've done enough for them. This is enough for Demelza to handle. Okay. Yeah, I think Gilly would prefer to go back to the child and help uh, scout the east coast. I thought we were for... done with Kit. We said we'd leave him the boat and then move on. <laughs> they go back. They have the sharpest knife you've ever seen. Just been sharpening <laughs> it for hours and hours. What do you do with the hill folk? Cut them loose, send them on their way. Okay. I think Arrhenio might just... Um, like he's clearly not like sharing a whole lot of information, but uh, for for what it's worth, um, Arrhenius, like, do you, the, you your 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 time here seems to have been just finding treasure, trying to gain some medical support for your wife, um, but the very technical it, phrasing for there. <laughs> Um, do you have a the the I'm trying to think of the right words the the broader aims of Lottie seem quite 
the evil that she is aligning herself with and just kind of pointing to the kind of wounds that his wife like that's the least of it uh I roll a persuasion test as you're like undoing his bindings and the wife is kind of getting back up I'm not so good at this, but I'm going to give it a shot. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any distinctive features that really work with this, so I, I'm not thinking this is going to work, but I'm going to try anyway. Hmm. Okay. So he looks to you and he just basically says, you all have driven us to extreme measures and now you would lecture me about taking extreme measures today we part not as enemies and kind of looks over at Erebon as he says that like having but that will not always be the case. I will tell you this. Do not come north. Stay. Stay near your great east road. Stay near your southern downs. The hills of Ruldaur are no longer lands for you and your people to freely roam. They are not your concern. Do not range among them thinking that you are a warden of the earth. They are our lands now. You have made us exile. And in that exile, we have found strength. And we have found allies. And those allies are very, very powerful. This is a warning. Friendly. Perhaps you should conserve that strength and tend to your ailing wife instead of making idle threats. I'd say that's a decent warning, and we have heard it. And uh, and Gilly will kind of like step in front of. It doesn't do much, but she mm. steps in front of right in front of my knees. <laughs> down and and she's then she turns to speak more to the wife, and she's just like, "Make sure you travel easy. You have been poisoned." And um, if if you are tired, you must rest. I know, I, I'm sure you want to get home, but. So you can see, again, she's very ill. She's got a yeah. big old welt on the side of her face now. And yeah. she's bleeding. So she just sort of nods. Um, Floyd, roll a scan test. 
Don't try to lure him in with this. I know what you're doing here. You and don't I'm not know happy about it. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? Oh, he's going to see a little coin popping out of a bag. And no, no, that's not what he sees. As the guy turns and starts moving away, as the woman, as they leave, like they depart, you let them go. Floyd, you notice that beneath his sort of scruffy exterior, like the clothes that he has on, you see a dark glint of metal. <gasps> and you see as he starts moving away that these little tiny rings of like that dark mithril chain that you wear is kind of hidden beneath his like rough jerkin as the two of them just like wander off at that point. Glint of metal, I called it. What? You said coin. He spotted some treasure. <laughs> you thought it was treasure. That's not it what I'm, is. I'm giving information, not no, treasure. No, that was... Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, what we'll say is you start scanning. Like you said, you're going to take the kid and yeah. you're going to start moving about. Yeah. And you, uh, you will, in fact, uh, if you spend enough time, you will, in fact, find some other some other of the Dunedain who have managed to like make it to shore. Uh, so some of them are reunited. Not everybody. Some people like, like they're still kind of looking, uh, but you're able to sort of reunite this Lathor child with some of the other Dunedain. Um, do you all then sort of begin your journey back to, to the Breelands or is there something else that you wanted to do instead? Um, as like you've kind of effectively completed <laughs> the Eskerdale stuff. Did they take their treasure with them, or did they leave it? You didn't ask for it, so they took it with. Oh, okay, them. okay. Yeah, we. I'm just checking in with Floy. I'm just. You didn't ask for it, or did you look through it? So yeah. they just took it and left. Yeah, we're not thieves. <laughs> <laughs> we so only we steal from the it. dead. That's all we do. All right, do you guys just? So do we return, or do you linger in these area? Like, what do you? What do you prefer to do? This area is done for. Yeah, maybe we'll like check in with like Demelza like once. Okay. We never actually went to Anuminas, but if you we go did. there, it would definitely be by the yeah. land. I think it's already been okay. Looted. So I'll give you guys a couple options then. So I mean, you guys need a fellowship phase. It's been a while. So yeah. I mean, at this point, you have earned enough goodwill with the leader with the now new leadership of um, Eskerdale that if you wanted to do a fellowship phase, you could do it in Eskerdale at this point. So you can linger around Eskerdale and we can sort of do our fellowship phase next week and you could do more if there's stuff you're still wanting to look into. Like you can you can do that. Uh, or you can return to Bree. I think it's kind of up to you all or you can go somewhere else, whatever you prefer. Erebon doesn't like the idea of going in the water again and Anuminus is Same. half sank. Mostly sank. It's like 90% very, sank. He is very interested in this area and would prefer to remain. So it's up to you guys. So you want to stay here, but you don't want to go to Anaminas? He wants to, like, see it from a distance, but he doesn't want to, like, swim out to it. Because he, when, he's when we got here... of contradictions. When we got here, we came to the north <laughs> side instead of going around to the south side. Right, right. So, like, you want to get a better kind of view of... If we go back to Bree, can we just look at it, basically, is what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, if you if you just want to see it and pass, you can see some of the like. There's not a lot like lot you can see, but you can see a couple of the towers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, because only only a couple, only like, I think the western tower we sticks can, up out of the water at this point. Yeah. So then, if we go back, we could just make sure that the way we go back. Uh, where's my map? Don't don't overplan this, guys. Just it's just. Do you want to still adventure in this area and do stuff? Or do you want to return to a safe haven? Like I'm considering Eskerdale a safe haven at this point. So like you can, because yeah, right. that's what you need for a fellowship phase. There's Eskerdale and there's Bree, uh, and there's you know, there's other places, but like that's the obvious choices right now. Uh, I would say we fellowship in Eskerdale. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah, because then we can get an update on what happened with what's his face. Okay. So I think we'll go ahead and we'll leave off there then, and we'll start up next week with you having spent a couple weeks within, you know, within Eskerdale, uh, and you can do our fellowship phase stuff, and we can learn a little bit more about the area, and then figure out what we want to do for the next adventuring phase. I have a couple; I'll throw out a couple ideas for you, and we can kind of go from there. Uh, but I think that's it. Yay, fellowship phase! Okay, finally. Like, oh my goodness. Like, I'm trying to give you guys a fellowship vision. Like, let's go do that. Like, all right. <laughs> like, all right. Like, if you guys want to go in that dungeon, we can do that. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up? Monday, Deadlands. Next Friday, maybe we might try a new game if I can get it up in time. If we can do, we want to play Hunter. Uh, it just dropped from uh, from Renegade Games, uh, New World of Darkness. Uh, so, like, monster hunting stuff. Mm-hmm. If I can get that up and running, we might do like a session zero Friday uh, before we start up the, the campaign proper. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, and then next Saturday, obviously, more One Ring. And that's about it. So uh, thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Thanks to those of you who threw out subs and things like that uh, and some bits. Uh, those of you with tornado warnings told to Twitch, hope everything's okay. Uh, yes. Okay. I didn't catch to see if he uh, if he popped back in or not. Uh, I haven't yes, seen it. Yes, looks like lots yeah, of people have power. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Sorry. That's all good. All right. So I am going to go ahead and raid. Looks like Vorpal Tales. I'll go ahead and give them a raid. So follow the raid. Uh, watch more RPG stuff. And, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. So bye-bye. Thanks bye. for running. Bye. Bye. bye.